Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a DD play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a DD 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. <laughs> Welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. We are unfortunately down one Laura Bailey tonight because she got the conflict from Chicago and she needs a little baby to take care of. So she's going to be at home watching and texting these guys if they do anything really wrong with Jester. Please just come. We almost had three women at this table. Almost. 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 <laughs> but we have Ashley back, like back, back for a while now. Ashley! So Yay. happy. You've yes. returned. Me too. Um, so, yeah, before we jump into the game, we have some announcements to get to tonight. Uh, first and foremost, we have our sponsor tonight, D&D Beyond. Our good friends there. Sam, if you want to take it away. Okay, let's see if we can do this. <clears throat> good luck. <clears throat> You know, the best part about D&D Beyond is keeping track of your important stuff. And there's one important thing we keep losing. Ashley Johnson, please put this on. So I'm proud to give you the first ever D&D Beyond Presents The Mighty Nine Welcome Back Yasha Ceremony featuring Ashley Johnson, everybody. There's the award show music. I'm your host, D&D Beyond presents Sam Regal, and we're gonna go around the room super fast to honor Ashley's triumphant return. Didn't work. First up is Travis. None of them work. First up is, first up is Travis. When I drink, when I drink to you, Ashley, my heart is as full as my glass. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. We got, but there's no time. We gotta keep going. I can't do it. <laughs> now we're gonna go to Talison with a song. So that all acquaintance be forgotten. Wait, that's enough, that's enough. Marisha has a poem prepared. Welcome back, Ashley, good friend of mine. Goodbye, blind spot. Hello, Nye! <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Liam prepared an old Irish blessing. Oh, may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. We don't have time. Ashley, Ashley, you are a good and creative person. And D&D Beyond wants you to honor the good. <laughs> wants you, uh, oh D&D Beyond wants to honor the goodness and creativity of the fine folks at 826LA by kicking off the 826LA charity push. Yay! For every nat one rolled by us, D&D Beyond will be donating a hundred dollars, is that true? Yeah. To 826LA! Also, D&D Beyond is retroactively donating for all the nat ones we've rolled so far in this campaign! So many. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's like 4,200 bucks! But there's more. Once we hit the $10,000 donation tier level, I don't really understand this part, critters will unlock a special discount code for the legendary bundle on D&D Beyond! <laughs> 
It's totally not toxic. It's in my drink, it's in my drink. Was this all planned for Ashley's return? No! This was planned far before. But hey, it sure feels like it. So from all of us at the table and the guys at DNT Beyond, welcome back, Ashley. Cringed oh, as we just showered the table. Yeah, Ashley, I'm going to tie you to your chair like we're at Applebee's. Lo, don't let them set the lights on fire. Oh, I forgot to give you your, your, award, oh, wait, of wait, wait. your award of excellence. Yeah. It's from Jurassic World. Yes! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Come on, this is the best. <laughs> My wormwood has never looked so on, festive. This is a very, this is the most festive D and D game oh, I've ever experienced. Oh, I'm glad man, I didn't oh, shoot man. my silly string because it's hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to have a lighter too. Oh, it is. <laughs> Wait, it's hairspray? Yes, yeah. it is. I brought, I bought, I bought my hairspray. I didn't even look at mine. That could have gone so poorly. I think I, 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 I bought the wrong thing at the store. I just <laughs> Actual Burning Hands example on screen. Oh, man. Thank you, D&D Beyond, for helping with our wonderful Push for 86. We'll have a video at the break today to show and explain some of the stuff coming uh, involved with this whole charity push with 86. so look for that at the break. Um, oh, man, I love so, so go pee, but watch it. Watch it at the break, it's very um, important. So, uh, a couple of things some of you may have noticed, uh, but if you haven't, we have a fantastic partnership with Obsidian for the upcoming <laughs> Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire, yeah. where, um, number one, all the cast of Critical Role have been cast throughout the game as a number of the, the main characters in the story. I'm returning as mine, and we have everyone else joining to be awesome uh, personalities all throughout the Deadfire. Uh, and on top of that, you will have free DLC on launch for custom voice sets and character portraits of Vox Machina, including Gilmore, available to use in the game. So, um, first time ever. What's, uh, who's who's voicing Gilmore? Uh, I think Max's voice. Uh, I'm voicing Gilmore. Um, but yeah, super excited. It, they look amazing, and we're excited for you guys to check it out. Um, you can go ahead and uh, pre-order now at uh, versusevil.com/slash/criticalroll um, to pre-order the game if you want to check it out. Uh, I love the series, and I'm super excited for the sequel. Completely unbiased, and then biased. Hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> recording, recording Vox Machina and Gilmore Lines was Sir oh, that, Eel. That was the most surreal thing. It was so good. So surreal. crazy. Travis might have been my favorite. Oh, that was so good. It was fun. All right, so. Um, so, uh, to the 826 LA, did you make go all through everything there? I did, it was kind of chaotic, but cool, I just they're, make they're sure. donating for natural ones, they're retroactively donating for <laughs> that nat ones. No. <laughs> no, did you no. get to uh, the matching the dollar amount? Bad. Uh, no, oh, was right. that the 10K thing? I was confused. No. Uh, it's all in the video at the break. Yeah, we have, we have a, a, yeah, okay, we all have the video at yeah. the break, but we have, we have a fantastic critter who's gonna be matching every dollar, oh, I didn't get to donating to oh, the yes. charity as well, up to 40K. Yeah. Um, Generous. Great stuff. Um, Twitch Prime. If you have a, uh, an Amazon Prime account, you can combine it with your Twitch account. And thus, you can, for free, subscribe to a channel of your choice on Twitch once each month. So check it out. If you ever want to go and support your favorite streamers out there, you can do it for free through Twitch Prime. Um, we have new Twitch emotes available uh, for being subscribers, um, including some fun ones based on the new campaign. Uh, so we also have a nine emote for our $10 subscription. Nine? Uh, nine. Nine. Spend 10, get nine. Yeah. 
Uh, we have a pike armor, because we haven't established what it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to show off eyeliner. Just a sliced up corpse victim, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Could she's, be. She's the absence of emoji. You know, we'll, we'll figure out who she is together. <laughs> yeah. So be fine. All righty. Uh, also, uh, if you need a refresher for Campaign Two, Critical Recap, the first thirteen episodes of our new show are recapped now through Critical Recap on YouTube. Our fantastic Danny Carr is the host. Danny Check it out Carr. if you or any of your friends want to get caught up really quickly to watch live. Um, Talks Machina. From our recently paroled Brian W. Foster, uh, we'll be hosting uh, Tuesday, uh, this next coming Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific on Twitch and uh, Project Alpha um, about tonight's episode. So check it out. We'll have some guests from the show on there to talk about what transpires tonight. Um, of course, the podcast of last week's episode is also available for download, where all fine podcasts <laughs> are available. Oh my God. This is a. This is I'm not moving. We've made a huge mistake. I'm not dodging it. <laughs> Available where all fine podcasts are downloadable to get caught up in the campaign audio-wise. Issue six, our final issue of the six-run Vox Machina Origins series is going to be downloaded uh, April 18th. Available for download uh, on uh, Dark Horse's uh, um, digital download platform for comics, Comicsology, and many other places. Check it out, and hope you enjoy the finale of the six-issue run. I think that's enough. We've talked about enough there. Uh, with that being said, folks, let's go ahead and dive in to tonight's episode. Of critical role. Welcome back. So, last we left off, the Mighty Nine had gotten caught up with some interesting folks, the Knights of Requital, who had hoped to help shift some of the political balance in the city, uh, remove the uh, framing and uh, forging of equipment, or forging of, uh, of materials and letters. Um, some of the corrupt individuals of the local government. They had gone out in the evening, infiltrated a few of the homes, and left this information behind, gotten a few scuffles, um, leaving one of them, the High Richter, dead, and shortly after, there was an attack on the Tri-Spire. What are you looking at, Sam? God damn you. <laughs> That's it, you're in the clear, you're good. Okay. You're good, you're good. I'll remember this. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, noticing there, were, there was seemingly an attack uh, upon the Tri-Spire by two uh, Jorhassian assassin-type individuals. You met with one in the sewer and trying to escape from being seen by the local guard during this confrontation and did battle with what seemed to be a, uh, a Crick warrior of some kind. Uh, you subdued it, removed most of its equipment, and conflicted over this strange artifact, this beacon that it was carrying, set it on its way. However, it was quickly caught by the guard and, and killed. You met, on the surface, the guard that were bringing the corpse and the object along, managed to, to spirit away the, uh, the strange dodecahedron from the grasp of the town guard and absconded with it. Uh, you met with Dolan uh, and Horus, who are currently trying to figure out what to do in case they were somehow implicated with the events of the evening. You took Horus under your wing, promising Dolan that you would somehow smuggle him out of the city as it's currently on lockdown during this investigation. You all then managed to try to find some sort of a lead on what the next step would be, went towards the evening nip, apparently to seek possibly this individual known as the Gentleman, of which you had heard of previously, as Kara, one of the members of the Knights of Requital who had vanished, seemingly had some sort of connection there. So, you entered the evening nip, the rather dark and strange interior of the uh, small dive bar, gave the uh, previously discovered words, the code words that allowed you entry, mm -hmm. and were led down a long spiral staircase beneath the establishment into a subterranean bar, upon which, after immediately stepping into the space, a black-furred female tabaxi approached Molly Mock over here and with a look of recognition said, Lucian, and then embraced you. And that's where we left off. Fucking inside check on Talisman! No, okay. <laughs> so, as you guys all watch this uh, uh, Dark Fur Tabaxi giving this, this big, strong hug around Molly Mock's shoulders, pulls away and kind of just looks at you and goes, It has been, it has been too long, too. Well, far too long. Two years. <laughs> Look at you. You grew out your hair. Ah, uh, yes, it's, it's, been a, it's been quite, a, quite an interesting two years. And you are covered in tattoos. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch up. We need a table. We need drinks. And for me and my compatriots. Of course, you are. You. These are your friends now. It's a long story. I'll get in. I can't tell you everything right now. You know how it is. Uh, very well. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> and as the um, tobacco turns around, you can see there's posted right off to the right and around the corner a hulking figure that is leaned around the edge that leads into this kind of L-shaped tavern. Uh, a hefty, muscular-looking ogre that is wearing patchwork hide armor and is holding a giant maul, just kind of resting on the ground, looks back around the corner with these beady, dark eyes and large, looming jaw with angry, broken teeth protruding from underneath, just going <sighs> Just kind of looks at the rest of you. Other folks around are Looking a bit confused at your entry, right immediately to your left is a table with what looks to be a rough-and-tumble-looking cutthroat sitting there eating a sandwich with a half-drinking drink who's kind of chewing slowly with these, uh, this, this glare of, of mistrust in your direction. There are two balconies up above you in the chamber. You now get a better look up at the top. Uh, there are a number of individuals posted in. Some of them appear to be drinking, but there are at least one of them, immediately in your view, has two uh, kind of skulking-looking individuals with long, dark cloaks and dark armor carrying what looks almost like a heavy crossbow, but it's a long metal rod. Um, you've only seen them in use here and there, but these are some sort of a, 
uh, a rifle-like firearm that are usually reserved for the uh, the armies in Blade Garden into the far east of Jorhas. A recently emerging technology uh, that has been largely guarded within use of the Empire itself. Literally everything coming back to haunt me. Okay, cool. If we had to ballpark it, how many persons would you say are in this? Um, 13 or so people in this tavern, uh, including the bartender, um, the individual who rushed to you as you entered, and various patrons around that you can just get a quick beat on. The second she turns, I'm going to just turn and give and give Ford a little pat on the back and make a whisper really quickly. Okay. Make a whisper? Yeah, I'm just going to whisper in Ford's ear. Okay. I'm sorry, this is my nightmare. Please just go with it. It's Lucian. And I'm just back around. Pass it on. Okay, which as, as soon as you see that, you back away and look right behind Ford as you all are standing there. There's Yasha. Oh, what? <laughs> just at, at the bar? Just no, right behind you, as if she had just come down the stairs with you. What? Yasha! Ah! Hey, so yes, it's I'm apparently it's the Lucian from two years ago, You're from just... two years ago. Uh, it's Lucian, oh. remember? It's been ages. Okay, it's been a it's yeah. been a minute. Right. Uh, hey, you guys walk right past me. In the bar upstairs, so you I just are like a bad penny. You did, we did not walk quite past you. We looked around. What a lucky one! <laughs> You're big. We would have seen you. Yeah, are you? I've been right behind you the whole time. I don't know how you didn't know I was here. I'm so glad to see you. I'm glad to see you too. Hi. It's Lucian. 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 Do you? It's Lucian. There's nothing want... in private about our situation at all, mm. right? There's people everywhere. Uh, well, there's, there's people all throughout the tavern, but there's there's some music playing. There's, there's a, okay. a two musicians that are in the process of uh, plucking away at a, you know, two instruments. Um, everyone seems further in the chamber, rather absorbed in their current rigmarole. But you guys have just stepped down into the stairs. You haven't left the stairs. You're literally standing right at the entrance of this tavern, and you've all been kind of taken aback by that encounter, the realization that Yasha had followed you down the stairs. And kind of whatever's about to transpire. I'll later. Just go with it. Yeah. Oh, Yasha followed us. She wasn't starting down here. No, yeah, she, no. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't gotcha. mind rolling with this name, yeah, Lucian, no. but does it bring any extra trouble with it? I don't know. We'll find out. Fair just enough. Go with it. I'll explain later. All right. And it all makes sense to you. <laughs> I'll explain later. <laughs> this club is awesome. I hate you. Do I have to change my name in this club? <laughs> Are we all supposed to change? <laughs> we should all come up with different names. <laughs> it might be easier just to have them all killed right. I didn't say that out loud. I didn't say that out loud. I'm just thinking out loud. Oh god. Wow. It's gonna be fine. I'm not panicking. Let's go get drinks. Let's go get drinks. At this point, I sweat. A hand claps. They and, do. And uh, the tabaxi is now at one of the tables and it's kind of shoot off one of the drinks and goes, "This way. I found the table for everyone. Come sit down. I give the tabaxi another hug as we sit down." How have you been? It's been ages. Oh, too long. I, <laughs> I, I apologize for using your old name, Nonagon. It's a pleasure to see you again. Chance uh, I didn't catch that at all. Nonagon was what you called. Nonagon. 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 That's the taxi, not the ogre. No, that oh, the taxi said that. That's my name. Lucian Called Lucian. Basically said, I'm sorry for saying your old name. Nonagon. Oh, was correcting it to, Luc yeah. to Lucian to Molly Mop. Wait, is Nonagon like a slang or like a, a word for sorry? You don't know? Uh, uh, oh, I just wrote Who can keep track these days? That's again a long story. Oh, Nonagon. <laughs> what happened? We watched you die. That 
is a story for another day and another drink. What did you see? God, what was, I don't know what that looked like from the other end of things. Well, uh, I mean, it, it all went belly up two years ago. We, we uh, you told us to scatter and vanish if it didn't, you know, if things went wrong and wait until you returned. You buried your ass in the woods outside of the hideout. I mean, I am. That may not have been necessarily my ass that you buried. Apparently. I had a few tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> well, uh, that, that spell spitter lady from the capital, she said you were gone and she took the book and left. And her contract said she was in the right and that we knew better than to go toe to toe with her and her ilk, so. Obviously. <laughs> Is everybody else all right? I know, I, it's, it's been a while, I had to stay underground. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Jorel met with the axe of the law shortly after you left us. Damn shame. Uh, Zora noticed and Typhiel have all scattered amongst the Empire. Oh, damn shame. Uh, but do you want me to find the others? No, no, actually, I'm I still... know where Typhiel is. Where is Typhiel? I, I would rather, obviously, deliver everything in person. Honestly, if I'd known you were here, I would have made arrangements. Well, she's I didn't in, want to shock you. She's up in Ugvrat. We can travel there. I, I can send a message and have her come down to us. I'm working on something very delicate. I need everything to be very quiet. Very well, I'm not very observant. I missed your name. Where am I? Uh, my apologies. Uh, my name is Cree. Cree? I am a member of the, uh, well, the family around. Uh, how, how much do they know? We know a lot. We, we were told it, the so. name of the group that you traveled with, but I can't remember it now. You, they don't know a lot, but they're, <laughs> they're trustworthy. I've been putting my trust in them so far. I do, I, I know all of it, so yeah. you could just tell me if you wanted. <laughs> That's actually fair. <clears throat> Make a deception check, both of you. Me? Yeah. I'm the worst. Ashley fair. 13. Because it's kind of the truth. Technically, all right. I'm sure. I'll, I'll give you that. Give that. Entirely you lie. Technically, I got a ten. But yeah, technically, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm rolling yeah. advantage. Yeah, I think that's advantage. I'm, 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 I'm begging for advantage on that one. I'll give you that. Sixteen. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty. Well. Bad notes. Get rid of those notes. <laughs> Shit notes. We um. We were all part of the same order at one point, and uh, we splintered off. Uh, Luz Nonagon um, had a different path in mind for us, so we, uh, we went north to Shady Creek Run. We started the Tomb Takers. Tomb Takers. And, uh, I, it's just so good to see you. It's good to be seen again, but again, it's got to be very quiet right now. It's been like three other names since the last time I saw you. <laughs> I, I, I should inform the others. Please keep it quiet for now. <clears throat> that book caused more trouble than you think, and it all laid on my shoulders. I was trying to protect the rest of you from some of the worst elements of that, and I don't want, I don't necessarily want any heat dropping on anybody who doesn't know it's coming yet. Of course. But yeah, let me know where they are and I'll get a hold of them. But don't let them know why yet. Tabaxi kind of curls in a little bit, kind of leans over on the table towards you with this big grin and says, Does this mean that it worked? 
That's, again, mixed company and public company. Now you can tell us about the, the ritual. Ritual? There's a look of recognition. Yes, I was successful. Remind me what it was again. <laughs> There's been so many rituals lately. Uh, Mixed results. Were, were you are mentioning this group, the, the Tomb Takers. You had another name before. Were you a group, and uh, our friend joined you at some point? Um, well, uh, led us away from the original order. They were a bit um, clouded. We had a new path. Wow. And what was the name of the original order? Wow. You were a part of once. Uh, sorry, Not just the tomb takers. The, that was the splinter group. The one that right. came before. Yeah. There's a few looks now of kind of <laughs> the the euphoria is washing over you away from the face. You don't have anything you don't want to tell them. That's all right. Was, of course. Was he your new path? <laughs> he he. Brought us onto a new path, yes. <clears throat> yeah. What was your unifying trait or pursuit? <sighs> Foolishness and thinking I knew what I was doing. That is not a good answer. <laughs> That's the answer you're getting. <laughs> yeah, this is all well and good and kind of fucking boring. Uh, I, I couldn't help but notice that surly looking crew up there. Who might that be? Oh, uh, these are all uh, members of the the gentleman's troop, as am I. At which point uh, the tabaxi turns back, Cree turns back and looks, and you can see in the far back right corner of the chamber, there is a long, dark, kind of mahogany, well-carved table. There you see, standing arms crossed, a very muscular-looking Goliath female with a very like short, almost like a, like a leather strap top, um, Shaved sides of the head and with kind of a tuft of a mohawk that curls down into a long ponytail that goes down the back, um, who's just kind of glaring in your direction. Sitting beside this uh, this burly-looking Goliath, you see a, a high-back chair with like a red velvet mat, and sitting feet crossed up on the table, and like a nice long deep blue coat, uh, leather-gloved hands, appeals uh, to be kind of like a. a, a Light teal skin, jet black hair that's long just past the shoulders, so like a widow's peak in the center, a bit of a dark goatee, uh, a male figure standing there, hands kind of entwined and crossed, just looking at you from across the way with a curious grin. Uh, the, the gentleman. You work for the gentleman these days. Well, we had to find work. We didn't know if you were ever coming back. We thought, so we had to move on. We knew you'd eventually return. I just did not know how long, and we had to make ends meet. How is it working for, for the gentleman? Well, it's work is fine. Uh, you hear a <laughs> from the gentleman. So, we have company. Strangers in our mists. <laughs> Writes himself in the chair. Please, come before me. Present yourselves. I want to know who has graced us with their majestic presence. Come, come, and the finger goes up, and you watch as everyone holding the rifles oh, cock them and point down at you. Fuck, say something. Um, is it? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at uh, yeah, Craig, our friend. Yeah, Craig, Craig goes. All right, I'll suffer over with my drink Lucian, and sit down and not a gun. Sit down at the table. Come on, come on, everyone. Uh -huh. Let's do this. 
So, do you all go and sit? Yeah. There's a long bench there on the opposite side of this table where you can either stand or sit, since there's quite a few of you. Jester is kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Hmm? Sorry, Laura. <laughs> I don't know what the Come fuck daddy. Jester would do. Jester is the most random character. She's just probably trying to go up in a running circle around. Yeah. She's just going to leave I will also stand. As you guys approach, you hear this kind of. There's a second balcony that was facing in the direction where you entered. As you look up, you can see there's another rifleman standing and kind of hanging by one arm off the side. You see this kind of crazed-looking uh, young gnome with this big mound of curly hair and this big kind of chin-strap beard who's just kind of dangling, going, <laughs> and just looking over you all from a distance really creepily, and the ogre's there, still handing them all, just. <clears throat> so. Introductions, please. I think I have an idea who you are, but I want to hear it from your mouths. Please tell me. Well, humbly, we are uh, members of the Mighty Nine. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> oh, this is a gracious day. <sighs> Very well. Welcome to the real evening. Pleasure to have you, each and every one of you. I've seen you around upstairs, wandering and skulking a bit. I didn't know you were part of this mighty troop. Uh, well. I hang out with them, but I actually uh, like your drinks here a lot, so. <laughs> Much better down here. Speaking of which, around please! And you see the bartender looking a bit frightened on the side, goes, and starts like filling tankards and. All right, so what brings such esteemed adventurers to my pocket of the underworld? Well, we sought an audience, to be frank. We thought we might find a little bit more of a warm reception than the one that we're currently getting. Oh, I'm sorry. They pull the rifles off, train. It's habit, safety, you understand. Oh, of course, <laughs> easily understood. So, uh, you have my audience? Well, we mean to make ourselves of service. Whether it be for the good of the city or other endeavors, we uh, are new here. We thought we would uh, try and make uh, as many introductions and, and have as many meetings happen as we could. Interesting. I have one question before we get too deep in this conversation. How did you find your way in here? I, um, a bit of a um, enthusiast of the underworld, so I uh, came across some information. <clears throat> Go on. Dimadon got his order of blood root. It's really good. Demodon gave you this information. No, Demodon was clumsy with this information. Equally dangerous, good to know. Remember that. The Goliath kind of cracks in the <laughs> All right, so, interesting. Now you know the way in. That's dangerous, as we've just made acquaintances, and you now know the direct path into my domain. So, to make this a comfortable conversation, and possibly an arrangement going forward that we can all agree upon, I have one small request. Oh, I'm sure we'd be all ears. Cree, please. And the tabaxi was in the back, goes, yes, of course. Uh, steps over to the side of the bar and picks up a small leather satchel. Kind of puts it over his shoulder, walks up behind the table, opens it, and pulls out 
what looks to be a, uh, an alchemist rack of a bunch of corked vials, like small vials. Oh and kind of opens this, I need just, and bear with me, please, just a small bit of your blood. The reasoning being, if I can't trust you, and you can't trust me, how am I to know you aren't going to turn me in immediately upside to the King's Hall? And I need some means in case you just abscond with this information, perhaps make an arrangement with me, and then leave town. I need to find you. Oh, of course, and forgive my ignorance, this would be used to locate us. Is that what this would be oh, for? Oh, that is Kree's speciality. It is definitely Kree's speciality. Yeah, fuck it. All right, as, as, you, as you pull your hand out, Kree kind of does a flick of the finger, and you watch as the blood kind of trails off on its own like a small serpent of mercury, and just And for a second, even though it was a small wound, it's bleeding quite a bit, and you're like, uh, it makes you a little uncomfortable, and then all of a sudden, the blood flow stops, the vial's filled about an inch full, then she caps it. Thank you so much. How did, how did you do that? It's, um, the gift that I learned, uh, in the same place where uh, the Nonagon's gifts were found. Lucien at the table is fine. Lucien. <laughs> right. Next. <clears throat> I trust you with this. Don't get mm, fancy. The same thing fills the next vial, a strange, almost a, an arc of crimson, finds its way and fills a secondary tube. And there's like 12 tubes there, but she'll fill as many as needed for this one. <laughs> Don't like it, do you? <laughs> Can I borrow a tusk? Yeah. <sighs> goes ahead and acquires the blood from you. Jester goes, me, me, me too, me too! Feeling left out in the moment. Um, gives her blood as well. Caleb, are we doing this? <laughs> No harm will come to you unless you bring harm to me. So this is, this is just a, a precautionary measure. I appreciate your uh, trust. Three to go. One, two, three. <laughs> With that, your blood is taken into a vial. All right, I'll follow suit. Your blood is also taken into it. <laughs> Easy enough to do. <laughs> um. Fair enough. I just take my finger and I just run it across my blade as I stare at it. The blood is drawn into the vial. The final vial is capped. Cree closes the satchel, places it on the shoulder, and then bows and steps back, paying direct attention to the gentleman and then out of the corner of her eye towards you. Fantastic, I really appreciate that. And you're getting a closer look now of the uh, the gentleman. Uh, the teal skin tone, it's interesting. It looks almost like he's perpetually sweating. There's just moisture on the outskirts of his skin at all times. Um, just a faint a faint hint of, of whether it be condensation from the air around or produced internally. There's just a general sense of, of dampness to the, the, the skin of this figure. So. An arrangement, you say. First off, just because it's fun for me, are you believers in luck? Not anymore. <laughs> yes, I'd say I am. That destiny's looking out for you. I've seen enough in my time and have lived in spite of it all, because something wants me here. Would you consider yourselves lucky? Yes. Yes. Good. Yes. Then let's gamble. 
Then what? Gamble. 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 Oh. Are you writing that down? Uh. <laughs> Let's gamble. <laughs> I want to know how lucky my uh, investments are. So, Gambit Avord, who wishes to uh, face me in this, who feels the luckiest of your band? Where's the fucking locket, Jester? She's I know. At home. She's at home. <laughs> um, I I watched her play last time. I I could I could do. I don't. I I, I can could be, as well. Why don't you do it? I, I'll just drink. I'll I'll. I need just a little loosener. All right. I'll All right. Feel lucky. Great. One pass. Fifty gold buy. If I win, you're mine. If you win. Then we can do business. Deal. All right. He goes ahead and pulls beneath the table a satchel of gold, pulls out a handful and plops it on the table. You watch uh, on the side as the the creepy uh, gnomish figure that was hanging from the uh, uh, the balcony earlier leaps down, <laughs> comes up and he starts pulls out a set of cards and is shuffling them. In his hand, as he kind of steps around the side, he's now flanking the right side of the gentleman. So you have the large Goliath on one side, the small creepy gnome on the other, shuffling the cards. Hands the deck to the gentleman, does one final cut, sets it down. So, what's your name? Ford. Ford. Let us deal. Did you put 50 gold on the table? No. Now I did. <laughs> Not, there was nothing fishy in the card in the in the card shuffle and, and cut, was there? Uh, make an inside check. Just Get do it. Get him. Uh, Twelve. Seem to be above board. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna keep an eye on the deal as well. Okay. Um, so, the first cards are dealt out for the first round. This is Gambit of Ord. This is different from the Crick Queen, Queen's Call. This is a Marquesian card game. Okay. Um, so, roll a d8, but keep it hidden to yourself. All right. So now, I'm going to go ahead and raise another fifty gold. My goodness, this is getting tank. expensive quite fast. Well, we deal with quite a large oh, amount of liquid assets. Fifty gold. So you put another fifty gold. Mm -hmm. All right. Go ahead and roll a d6 and keep that secret alongside that die. You wish to raise? You first. I raised first last time. I'm offering you the chance to raise if you'd like. Funny how that works. No, I'm good where I am. Interesting. I'll raise another 50 gold. Oh, God. Oh, Sounds good. 50 it is. Go ahead and roll a d4. Holding his cards in his hand, looks across at you. Looks all throughout the room. Well, Ford. Mm. Looks like it's time to call. Well, we're not going to bet again. Puts another hundred gold on the table. Let's make it one hundred and fifty. <laughs> Very well. That's all that I have. 
Have we seen anything suspicious from the deals or the... Jester wants you to know that from home she is watching the gentleman and making sure he is not cheating. <laughs> make an inside check for Jester, and you make an inside check as well. All right. Since you were both keeping him close. Me and Jester. Oh, she rolled really well. It's uh, uh, what's her modifier added to an 18? So plus four. Oh, 22. Did you say? Plus four, twenty-two. Uh, actually, there has been no weirdness with the cards. Mm. This is a this is a straight test of luck. Oh, this man has the luck feet. <laughs> and yeah, you don't see anything. So, yeah, nothing that catches you off. Less than Jester. Yeah. So. so we're now at a pot of one fifty times two, fifty times three. So six hundred gold, I believe, right? Fifty, fifty, fifty. Two hundred. And then one fifty, one fifty. Three hundred is so five hundred. Did you start with 50, though? We started with 50, and then we raised 50, and then raised 50. So, so that was 150, 600. so it's 600 on the table. I can do math. It's 300 from each of them. All right. And he presents the dice that he had rolled, or the cards that he had found, which is a five, a four, and a one. A grand total of 10. Oh my god, oh my god, come on, board, come a on. A seven, board. a five, and a three. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god! That's the first thing we've ever won. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as you reveal the cards, there's like a oh, like kind of gasp in the room, and the gentleman, like his muscles tense for a second, and he goes, <laughs> Well played and well earned. Take the coin, it's yours. Thank you. Nice hand. Good to know that we have luck on your side as well. That's very important to me and the people I do business with. So, <clears throat> you have some balls throwing down that change and going into a game with me. I like that. So, what can our many gifts and my associates present to you? What are your strengths? What are your skills? I've heard you've done some deeds. I hear you you killed some terrible creature in the sewer. Is that correct? Oh, we did. We did. We did. <laughs> yes, we right? fought and killed a giant spider of sorts. Right, right, which helped us tremendously because we use the sewers quite often. That had become an issue with some of our transference in the subterranean sewers of the city, and unfortunately, the uh, the underworks themselves have been a bit clogged as of late. So thank you for that. Yeah, and uh, one of our welcome. compatriots, and he points up to the, one of the balconies on the side, and you can see um, behind the individual that had the rifle, you see Kara, the half-elf. Oh, half, I was going to ask for Who's kind of like stepping <coughs> forward ever so, ever so slightly. It says, one of our compatriots has kept us up to speed about your uh, Infiltrations, I have to say. I'm impressed. Yeah, then you probably know we are not the best you're going to find, but we are up and comers. Hmm? Not too bad, not too bad. Very versatile, I'd have to say, though. Balanced. Good skill set. Good well, profile, but low profile. Hmm. Well, we are a company that specializes in the uh, completion of the tasks and trading of things, perhaps not the most legal, things that are restricted by the Empire. That means our skills are best through uh, speed, subterfuge, darkness. We don't have the best aside from muscle, aside from, uh, well, <laughs> I had to keep Sora at my side, just in case. Is that the Goliath? That's the Goliath he refers to. Sora. 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 Okay, Sora. Sora. The, um, wait, the Goliath or the ogre? The, the Goliath. Ogre. The Goliath. The, the, the Mohawk thing. lineage. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Thank you. <clears throat> So we're very strong. Very good. As you can see, Yasha is very strong. 
We've caused enough chaos in the Tri-Spire. You've brought down one of the more corrupt, though strangely uncorruptible from our end, politicians we've seen, and from what I hear, Lord Sutan is already in chains. <laughs> we don't know anything about that. We had nothing to do with it. Uh, not, I think. Um, She's quick to toe the party line. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, we'll see how long Sutan stays in there. He has his ways, but uh, depending on how strong a case you left behind and a little finagling on our end, if our uh, partnership grows mutually beneficial, perhaps we can push that over the edge for him and keep him away for quite some time. <clears throat> now, apparently I've also heard they're still seeking the murderers of the High Richter particularly a purple-skinned tiefling who was spotted not far from the home that night with rather ostentatious clothing, as well as a wandering, dark-skinned youth, a woman with quite physical capability. So, that doesn't bode well for you, does it? it sucks being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Hmm. Well, as seeing as how we're friends now, I can say that I could probably make this investigation go away. Is this an investigation that you caused to begin with? No, this is an investigation that you caused. Doing your bidding no, through one of your associates. My associate was making sure that the events would transpire in our favor, but nevertheless, we were not the orchestrators of the Knights of Requital. I assume this is not a gift you're offering. What is it that you're looking for in return? Oh, well, many gifts come once we've established a partnership. We become friends now, and I like friendship. That's great, that's fine. But I deal in trade, mostly. So, I would like a favor in kind. And he leans forward a bit, and you can see some of the condensations is slowly dripping down the side of the face, kind of making a few spots on the table. Can I offer him a napkin? As you hold a napkin out, the eyes catch you for a second, the head turns confused for a second. Right thought, not now. Good thought. He just seems like he's fitzing. I mean, it's not even human in here. He's got a problem. About a mile out of the underworks beneath the city, down the Underground River Pass that our shipments to the Unterlock and Berlbin pass through, one of my men noticed a strange wall uncovered by time. Hmm? We sent a team of our best infiltrators to see what this was about. Within, a purple light and the promise of ancient spoils seemed to peek from within, some sort of a abandoned research facility from ages past. Well, my curiosity got the better of me, so we sent the team inward to seek it out. But amongst these few golden laden objects that enticed my men, they are a superstitious lot, and upon being beset by a series of phantom globes, they fled and collapsed the entrance behind them. And you see him glare past you, and you hear the shifting of a few pieces of armor as three individuals kind of avert their gaze. So, those fucks have failed. <laughs> I would like you to return to that site for me. Find a way in, inquire within, seek and uh, 
seeing as how you're so good at eliminating monstrous beasts, clearing the space of any dangers. Hostile creatures, return with any of your findings. Do this for me, and I will see that the scent is thrown off you permanently. I'll even let you keep some of the spoils. This is most intriguing. I, I hope we would be able to interview your previous compatriots. We'd like to know what they saw before what we might expect. Of course, <laughs> by all means. Do we have a deal? To clear our name here in Zadash? How, how do we know that you can clear our name? We've proven to you that we're lucky. You know our reputation. We don't know anything about you. Let's say I've lived and worked a solid 15 years orchestrating the seedy underbelly of this entire city. I've never been caught, I've never been arrested, and I thrive on a pile of gold and riches you can only begin to imagine. I'm beginning to imagine it right now, actually. Good. That's very nice. Inside check. Make an inside check. I bet he edubates on that pile of gold. <laughs> That is certainly one to grow on. <laughs> not, not good enough. Uh, <clears throat> that's uh, 12. Uh, I mean, he's a shifty individual by nature, but it, it's hard to get a sense of whether or not he would be trying to lie. Yeah, he's sweating, he must be nervous. There's no. <laughs> if I may, we passed a test for you. Would you pass one for us? <laughs> it's a what? <laughs> you intrigue me, young Greenskin. So overtly walking amongst the nobles above, and yet you've kept your throat. That says a lot about you. Yes, please tell me, what would this trial be you'd ask of the gentleman? May I have three of those vials, just the empty ones? Cree. Fumbles in the pouch, brings out three of the empty glass files, and hands them over to you. If I were to fill two of these vials with ordinary alcohol and one with something else, would you be able to tell which is which, with your discerning eye and your years of experience? Hmm. Certainly. I feel confident. I'll take out my shitty flask, because <laughs> my good one's gone, and fill two vials with alcohol, and then take out my vial of acid and pour it into the third. Are they reasonably the same color-ish? Reasonably, I'd say the, the, the alcohol's a bit more brackish, the acid itself has a, is a little more translucent, but you could possibly add a little bit of alcohol to it. To All right, I'll different. take a little splash of alcohol and some deeper, some darker stuff and sort of mix it around. You're an alchemist, you've dealt with varying chemicals, so I'd say, given a moment, you can go ahead and match it fairly close, sure. All right, this one is the acid, these two are booze. And now I will try to. <laughs> Doesn't actually switch hands. You just did a lot, right? Never mess with a goblin when death All right. is on the line. Make a sleight of hand check versus his perception. We're gonna kill total. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen total. Yeah. All right. You present the vials. If you die, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> this one is alcohol. This one is alcohol. This one is acid. And takes the acid from your grasp and uncorks it and drinks. Oh, shit, that's baller! <laughs> <laughs> so, roll the damage for your acid. Uh, I don't know what to roll. It's 1d6 or something. What do I got uh, to look? Should, I have a look. It should be on, on the breakdown of your It's a bit by alcohol. Acid vial. Um, I have it here, yeah. actually. Yeah. Wow. 2d6. Two, two yes, roll 2d6. That is so baller. Oh my god. 11. 11. All right, so he <coughs> downs it, but it doesn't seem to have as much of an effect on him. It looks like it hurt, and he like kind of takes it. And you know the muscles tense a bit, the face twitches as it goes down and it burns. But then he takes the vial and corks it again, rolls it across the table. Does that satisfy your inquiry? Well, that's good. That, that was impressive. I mean, you passed the test. Sir. <laughs> good, good, I like it. I, I will say, the only thing that I can think of that I would want to, not even necessarily addend to this contract if we are going to do this to you, is I, I, I'm looking to stay on the down low in general. If we can just agree that even my presence in this city necessarily, <laughs> as far as it's concerned, is none of anybody's concern outside this bar, I would be forever grateful. We deal well in secrecy, my friend. I figured you would. Lucian, was it? Mm, sometimes. <laughs> Very well. Sir, uh, I couldn't help but hear that you said this is about a mile outside of the city, is that correct? Correct. Are you operating on any sort of a timeline? Might we have a little bit of lenience with how quickly we get this dealt with? I mean, the sooner the better, because we can begin opening that line. We've now two weeks and three shipments lost. Hmm. I've just had a thought. Actually, if you could help us at the same time, we're trying to get a friend of ours out of the city, and <clears throat> recent events seem to have clogged up most entries and exits. We have a friend, Horace, that needs to find his way to a safe spot. Kara knows him mm -hmm. real well. Right, this would be Dolan's partner, yes? Indeed. Hmm. Discretion is appreciated. We uh, specialize in discretion and specialize in smuggling and specialize in people. Figured you might. So, you do this deed, we'll consider this part of your uh, gift. Outstanding. I think we have a deal, do we not? Yeah. I find all of this very agreeable. Good. Very good, quiet one. Now, we have access to the tunnels. Of course, we'll have to blindfold you to bring you through the underworks to the tunnel that leads to this underground river when you decide to leave, just because there's a lot of secrets down here and we're still building our trust. But come back in whenever you're ready. We'll be happy to escort you and send you on your way. Outstanding. How long do you keep our blood for? Oh, well, as long as we have our arrangements. But we get it back when we're done? Or if we decide to not work with you anymore? If, if you've proven yourself trustworthy enough in the long term, perhaps. But understand, this is just a uh, precaution. Who's to know? Perhaps things go sour in a few months. I want to make sure that you don't double-cross me and send the guard down. 
Does he look like he's speaking from experience? He's make, a little twitchy. Make an insight check. And then 14. <laughs> it seems that he's, it's more that he's lived this long by being careful, mm -hmm. and when a bunch of strangers suddenly mm -hmm. find the secret pass into his lair, he wants to be damn well sure <laughs> that uh, he knows where to find you if need be. Fair enough. Fair enough. Remember, the name Lucian doesn't leave this bar outside. I never want to hear it uttered. I don't know who any <laughs> you are outside of this bar. Really, don't worry. Anyway, he throws his feet back up on the table. <laughs> Drinks are on me till you make your leave. Fantastic. Not pace yourself now, you hear? <laughs> quality, not quantity. Quality, not quantity. Uh, is that. Uh, Goliath wielding any sort of visible weapon? Uh, at the moment, it does not appear there's a weapon immediately on the Goliath, but as you look behind in the corner, right behind the uh, the, the chair where the gentleman sits, uh, there looks to be one hefty-ass maul, like a giant just chunk of solid metal with a, with a long handle on it that is just kind of resting against the stone. Ogre and the Goliath mauls each. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> they um, like to break things. Yeah. <laughs> who, who were the two guys that said that they passed out trying to get away from the the creepy ancient facility? Oh yeah, they were armored behind three us. Three yeah, there's three guys. They're they're kind of there's there's the bar, the chamber, and then next to that, to to the right of of the actual bar, there's a, a doorway that opens up. It looks like a storeroom. It's kind of underneath the top balcony, and underneath the balcony, right next to where the ogre is kind of posting watch here in the center of the tavern, the three of them are kind of just sitting off to the side, looking uncomfortable. They were sitting earlier, and since all this sort of happened, they kind of stood to attention and haven't found a comfortable moment to sit down. Just like kind of three shifty, kind of roguey underbelly types? Yeah, you look over, you see two of them appear to be human, relatively young, probably mid to late 20s. Um, scruffy looking, one has like a darker kind of more of a, a, a froey hair that's kind of unkept and kind of covering part of his face. Um, the other one has very, very short cut hair and a dark complexion, kind of uh, brown red. Uh, they're both wearing darker leathers and cloaks that are kind of thrown over one shoulder. Um, they're holding tankards in their hand and they're both kind of talking amongst each other while keeping an eye on you. That group looks like your type. Mm. Feel like making friends. My favorite pastime. The third one appears to be a halfling female who is um, kind of just sitting in the corner quietly, sipping out of the tankard and looking nervously around. Want to accompany me? Would love to. Let's go. So just the two of you approaching? Sure. Anyone else wants to join? I'm taking a long look at Kree and I want to see if I see any of the things that I expect to see. When what do you expect to see there, T? You know, mm -hmm. dander. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to see if there's any markings or any otherwise that I would expect to see. Oh, uh, make make a perception check. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe. It's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, 
she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Why are you locking your iPad between every move? Because it's better that way. Uh, <laughs> check. Both no uh, one. Wow, that's a terrible roll. Uh, that's a, a five. A fur-covered tabaxi. It's hard to make any details, uh-huh. details out beyond the fur, unfortunately. All right, that's fair. All right, so the two of you approach the corner. Car uh, is kind of watching you as you step past and kind of steps back into off the balcony out of sight. I just kind of give her like a little. When I walk by, she kind of goes. Hmm. <coughs> Deal with that later. No, I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> As you approach the, the the two gentlemen and the female half in the corner, they kind of just watch you. They don't engage you verbally at all. They just keep an eye. Uh, I just like grow up with a half drinking beers from someone else's table and set it down and be like, "Here you go, I got this for you." That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> He takes it, and the the guy with the kind of larger, kind of uh, curly hair, kind of takes it and pours it into his own and sets it back down. Thank you. So, heard you guys got all eebie-jeebie passed out in your last little mission. What? And the other guy kind of elbows him. He's like, "Shut up." No, that's cool. We're here to like clean up your all shit. So. No. Look, we signed up for this to make quick money. We're good at moving quickly. We're good at seeing what's worthwhile. We're good at picking things out. We're not good at dealing with spooky, fucking, undead ghost things, okay? So we went in, we went through this path, we found a crack in the wall, we kicked it down, we went inside, there was a staircase, went up and down, went downstairs, it seemed empty, it was kind of confusing, and we didn't see anything of interest. Went upstairs, the staircase, little spiral staircase, and there was a much larger chamber, and we started looking around for anything worthwhile. It looked like it got picked clean long ago, dust everywhere. And the more we began to look, there was just this cold temperature in the room, and eventually these little lights began to just come out of the wall. And at first we were kind of curious by them, but one of them got really close to Theret over there, and. He's suddenly sh- shocked in a serious jolt, and you see him on the back, kind of like looking a bit spooked, recalling the story. He goes, and we knew then that these, these, whatever the fuck these things were, they weren't friends of ours. So we, 
we got our shit and we ran. And we had a we had a small explosive, so we threw it behind us to collapse the wall and hoping that at least it would slow them down. We realized in hindsight it was pretty stupid because if they were spectral enough to come out of the walls, they still could have followed us. But we got up the river from there. We got our we got our boats and made our way back. Let me get this straight. <laughs> A bunch of fucking floating lights came out of the wall, gave your boy a little static shock, and you ran? They both look at each other and look at the halfling, and the halfling's like, uh-huh. I wasn't going to stay behind. Yeah. Well, they're calling in the, the big leaguers now, so we'll take it from here. You're way up and down those stairs you mentioned. Did you get tripped up along the way, or was it just easy, easy sailing? Any traps? Uh, we didn't. We didn't go into the bottom chamber. That, that looked ominous enough. So we stuck to the top one. More about it was ominous. It's just like a big, kind of octagonal dome chamber. It had this kind of faint purplish glow on the inside. Are you afraid and of geometry? Ooh. I don't. Yeah, scared it's, of school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Old terrors. Uh huh. Look, you can come by and sass me all you fucking want. I've been here for two years. You newcomers walk in here and think you're all tough shit. You think it's so great? Go. Go in there. Come back. Can't throw it in the garbage for the hang of balloons. <laughs> still a game, still a game. I, uh, so I think you're tough shit. You go take care of it. I appreciate your passion. I don't think you're really in great favor in this room at the moment. And you see that really tall woman over there with that big great sword on her back? She doesn't appreciate when people talk to us like that. Make an intimidation check. Do I see him point at me? Flex. Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. No, no. Fifteen, sorry. Fifteen. He's looking over at you, kind of, you can see him swallowing hard. And Put my hand on my hilt and I pull it out just a little bit. Hey, no, I understand that, and that's great. It looks like you guys are much more well-equipped for this shit than we are. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not saying we're better than you. We're better at some things. You're better at others. That's why they're sending you in, because we can't fight fucking ghosts. You go for it. No, we're just giving you a, high, a hard time, man. We're, we're just... It's fun. The whole time this was happening, I was like rubbing my feet against the ground, building up the static shock. It's stone, but sure. My my shag armor. Yeah, just wait for it. Wait for it. All right. Thank, thank you so much, man. All right. Like, uh, just, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can't help it. Do you, uh, do you three have a name? <laughs> The mighty, mighty try. <laughs> don't be ashamed if you don't. <laughs> uh, the guy is talking to me. Says, uh, that's Hannah there. Hannah. I'm, I'm Luis. Shakes your, like takes pauses for a moment. Shakes your hand. I go get, go get this thing. Don't worry, we'll clean it up for you. Enjoy your drinks. We'll join the others. Yeah. Yasha, do I do this or do I not deal with this? Well, I think you should deal with this. <sighs> I don't want to deal with this. Does any of this sound familiar to you from your past? Uh, I hate this. I'm going to stand up and walk over to Cree. Okay. Cree, Cree is, is kind of still standing by the bar with the satchel, and as you stand up and start approaching, she kind of smiles. <sighs> Lifetime ago. Indeed. I can't tell you, it's so good to see you. I have, a, I have a weird question, yes. and I, I apologize for it. 
the spell I used to get away, it meant I wasn't there for as long as you thought I was. I missed how a bit of everything ended in the end. I hate to ask, but I was long gone before anything really started to go down. How, how, did, how did everything end? Can you just, I, I just, I'll explain why in a moment. Well, uh, I mean, you, you had acquired the, the tome with the, the, the ritual spell that you required to, to attempt to reach the city. And uh, that, that uh, lady, I, I don't remember her name, the, um, uh, the, the spell slinger from the capital, yeah. she came and oversaw and performed the ritual for you. That, uh, I, I don't trust those folk, but I trust you, and if you trusted them, that was enough for me. Oh, I... Um, and you give us a speech, we had a fine meal, and we all got ready there in the forest. That's where I lost you, then. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, she said it'd be hard for us to tell whether or not it worked at first, but we went and checked, and you are not breathing. For a good hour, you are not breathing, and you are gone cold, so we, we knew then that we'd that we had lost you. We checked, and I, I'm very attuned to vitals, as you know, so uh, there was no heartbeat. So we waited longer. And the sun rose, and nothing. So, as you told us, if anything were to go wrong, we had to get rid of any sign, any trace. So, not far from the, the tomb taker hideout, we buried you, and we went our separate ways. She took the tomb, the, the mage woman, that was part of the arrangement you had with her. Gonna have to find her again at some point. The reason I've stayed quiet it was never going to work. Somebody was working against me. I don't know who, but I can't trust anyone. I saw how you reacted to seeing me, and it was, I'm willing to believe it wasn't you who turned. But it could have been, it could have been her, but it could have been one of us. That's why I needed to keep it quiet, please. Make a deception check. You. You're starting to get in deep into this now. Uh, Can I wander over 13. and see if I can overhear anything? Make a perception check. Oh. I can't. Mm, Twelve. <laughs> you start wandering over, but there's too much noise and general din in the chamber around you to make anything out. There'll come uh, a moment where I can tell you everything, but it's so complicated. Please just keep it quiet for now. Of, of course. Until I, I know I, that everyone's going to react the way that you did to seeing me. Right, of, of, of course, Lucien. I, I will tell you everything eventually. Please, please do. I give a hug. There's uh, like a, a moment pause, and then Cree kind of takes in the hug too, and. Too long. Kind of, there's like a, a faint purr in the ear, and then you hear the voice kind of whisper say, It's good to see you. I'm sorry for everything. Mm. And I. Of the pat and head back to the table. Me too. As you walk away. Well, that conversation happened. Yes. Uh, can I uh, speak to you just for a second? Of course. 
<clears throat> that was a princely sum you just wagered with there. Yeah. Good thing I won, huh? Yes, it is. Uh, that wouldn't have, by any chance, have been recompense for everything we did the other night? Or are you rolling in it? <laughs> Am I rolling in it? Yeah, I'm wondering just if you just wagered the party's funds on a, a very calculated risk. Oh, no, I was actually uh, only gambling my funds. So you come with funds on you? Yeah. Do you know I would be all right if you had? I am a fan of calculated risks. Are you? Yeah. But it was just, you know, your flush, I understand. At the moment. Inside check. Inside check. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen. Don't truth. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Die. I didn't. I hadn't even divvied up that uh, that amount from Dolan and everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Seems forthright. All right. Good to know. Calculated risks. I'll keep that in mind. I yeah. thought you liked to play things close to the chest. Oh, if the reward is good and it's not stupid. Hmm. Sometimes you gotta get a little stupid, though. No. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I'm gonna walk over with a new round of drinks. Here, drink this, I'm told they're stupid. Oh. <laughs> oh. Molly, you have, sorry. <laughs> Lucian. No, that's not it either. Sorry, non-nonganagatech. Yep, Lucian for the moment. We'll talk about would it you, later. Would you like us mm -hmm. to call you Lucian, or do you want us to call you Molly? In no, here, we're Lucian. How many names are there? Is it over 10 or under? Uh, <laughs> let's have that conversation somewhere else. I don't know who's listening here. She seemed like real into you, yeah. but not in like an into you, like a, oh, I'm gonna tap that kind of into you, but in like a, I've watched you walk on water type of into you. Yeah, that was a weird amount of into you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Can you change that alcohol into wine? Yeah. I'm gonna cut my finger. <laughs> Just a bit and bleed into it. With one of your long fingernails. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, to a dumbass, that actually is kind of convincing. <laughs> it's alcohol one way or the other, I'll fucking drink. <laughs> is it wine? No, it's oh, that's <laughs> bloody water. <laughs> it's water with a, with a hint of iron aftertaste. <laughs> well, right. worth the try. Write what you know, Talison. Uh, <laughs> Molly, oh, excuse me, Lucian. Yeah, Nantucket. Yeah, how many others um, around here might we expect that have that same well, reaction towards We will you? have this conversation outside this bar. This is basically Talison at Rinfair. Luci Lucian will <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord Tallison! Lord Tallison! What the fuck? Tallison's stuck in the He's coming out of every stall. Yeah. What the hell, man? Yep. She's not going to answer Talison, any questions. Molly will answer right? every question you have later. Well, if you're not going to answer any questions, can we please direct some to Yasha over here? Well, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for coming back. I've missed you. Well, Where'd you go? Why did you leave? Sometimes I have things to do. I Can you just tell us what you're doing? If I just leave. 
Why do you need to know so many things? You're not like afraid of inclement weather or anything, are you? I mean, it had been real fair that storm rolled in and poof, you were just fucking gone. Well, she, uh, she uh, left no, us before I'm we were ambushed afraid. in Allfield, and when she left us this time, we were we almost died in this in this plot to overthrow the empire or whatever it was with Crick well, soldiers. Maybe it's related. Pretty shit luck for you, then. Mm, that has nothing it? to do with me. Look, I respect a woman who can handle her business on her own personal time. Thank you very much, Bo. Thank you. I just. Uh, Sometimes I just I just need to leave. I'm yeah. I barely know you guys, so. They're not used to Sorry. you yet. That is true. Do you None. think you uh, will be able to travel with us for a little while, perhaps? Yeah, get to know us. Yeah. I could perhaps. I could I could use a hand for a bit. Well, we'll see. Did Which you, you uh, Did you yeah. handle what you needed to handle? I think I did. I think I'm just looking for something, answers for something, and I don't know if I received. Anymore, but I'm, I'm still looking, so. If you told us what it was, we could help you. I don't know if you can. Oh, you know, no pressure at all. But it is nice to have some muscle around. Lots once. of pressure! Thank you. A, a maximum amount of pressure! Thank you, Not. I'll, I'll, I'll stick around and offer my strength as much as I can. So. She is just joshing you. Oh, I'm happy to have you. I am not. She is definitely not Josh. <laughs> I just make sure not drink is full all the time. <laughs> can we? Can I look around this uh, unsavory place? There are no faces that I recognize, right? Glancing around, no. Fair enough. Other than than Kara, who you had spoken with right. previously, uh, nobody else catches your attention. What is she? Uh, what is she doing right right now? She's still she's watching up, us? She's up, no, she's not watching you. She's uh, kind of receded into the top balcony into a chamber behind. Did we, I mean, it seemed like the gentleman, who was very impressive, by the way, knows a lot about stuff, including the fact that we were involved in the plot and frame the Sutan fellow. Well, he knows Kara pretty well. I think Kara works Do you think he would know if, if the Jorhas invasion at the same time as our little plan was was part of a was a, a bigger conspiracy where we set up. Might. Well, why would we be set up? I don't know, but it seems winky dinky that that we were just there on a night when towers were exploding. I think you? we should talk to Kara. I've just kind of been like playing hard to get, kind of just waiting to see if she. You know, mingles around to us. You know, you're so coy. Yeah, I think Car is the way to go. We start asking him questions about something that big. Maybe he won't like us poking our nose around. Yeah, I mean, we'll check. But I mean, I mean, shit happens, and you've got to be doing something when shit happens. We just happen to be doing something when shit happens. It's hardly a coincidence. You guys are going toward to Jorhas? No. Well, there was a bit of a beatdown the other night. The Trispire, one oh, of the yeah. towers, was attacked. When did you get in town? I saw that. You were, you were here. here. I was here. I've been here the whole time. What were you up to? I was just trying to figure some shit out. What Gosh, was baby. it? <laughs> <laughs> what we commonly refer to in the circus is yashing. Oh, oh yashing. I like to make it I, happen. You want to get away from We haven't getting our hands dirty a little bit. Are you sure you want to get your hands dirty with us? That's all I like to do, my friend. That's correct. Yeah. It's a sight to behold. <laughs> well, well uh, you want to go talk to Kara before we get out of here? 
Wait, what was the Jorhas but? Oh, the Jorhas assassins tried to steal uh, a box of some sort that was a weapon of mass destruction or a portal to another dimension or some sort of font of energy that powers their race. We have no idea, but they stole it. We encountered them in, in the <laughs> sewers. Uh, we did not kill the Jorhas assassin, but he was killed shortly after, thereafter, and we stole his magical dodecahedron. You said that in this bar. We stole it from the crown skull. You said that in this bar. So oh we God. Stole it later. Let's let's <laughs> not let's 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 not say anything in here that we wouldn't want to be circulated Smiley, through. All like you need to know is, you know, yeah, we're among the people from Johas are dead now. Do you? Uh, Lu- Lu- do you know people from Johas? I'm from Johas. What? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a beer? Yes. yes. Parts of, but ah. not, not uh, <laughs> probably not uh, you're where a, they were from. You're a crook. Well, is it, can I say crick? Is that okay? Do I have to be a no, crick to I say it? No, I would be. She's a crick. Depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> I don't think I'm where they're from, but uh, I'm more southern parts of so You're I, from that part of the world? No, I, I don't know exactly where they were from. I don't know who they are. I don't know anything about them, so. Yeah, they came in trying to steal this beacon, this glowing beacon, which we still have, but they were mighty upset about it. Okay. How long have you been in the Empire? Just make sure that was correct, actually. Hmm. That is correct. Were you, you don't know if you were born there, or just grew up there? Uh, y- yes. Yeah, how long have you been here in the, in the Empire? Uh, well, uh, for about, uh, I don't know, when did I meet you? Oh, God, was it a, a couple of year and a half ago? ago maybe? Maybe a year and a half. Yeah, give or take. How many people are listening in on this quarterly yeah, right now? Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, make I'm a perception check. I'm doing a scan, see if there's any wondering eyes. Um, uh, 14. Okay. Uh, actually, no, no, 17, sorry. 17. 17. Uh, as is the nature of a seedy underbelly, there are a lot of individuals who are very interested in the newcomers that waltzed in, made a deal with their boss, and have sat and had a drink and are talking all sorts of business. So can there are a number of folks that are like slowly can creeping we please in. Please stop talking in here. I what think do you that's mean? A great People idea. are listening to heavy metal guar babe, purple guy, and little green girl in a dollar. Of course they're listening to everything we say. That's mm. a good point. Let's let's Retire for the evening. Well, don't we need to talk to Kara? We can come back and do this well, tomorrow. We no, just... she, well, she's right here today. Yeah. You talk to Kara then, and, but no more, no more, whatever this is until. Why, well, Lucian? You afraid the myriad will hear? <gasps> Are you working? What's his reaction? He definitely I'm had a thing. He went oh. a little drunk and didn't remember who the myriad were. Mm-hmm. I believe him. I make an sent... inside check. Oh, shit! Eleven. Uh, what am I doing? Deception? Uh, Deception. Really? So I have to tell the truth? Yeah. I have no idea. I've literally forgotten because okay. I'm a little drunk and I'm really preoccupied <laughs> yeah. right you now. You have to roll deception. Yeah, you're not I know. It's just doing it to me. Oh, just with it. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to have Frumpkin jump into Knott's la- lap and just sort of do the <laughs> on her fingers just oh. to keep her occupied. Ah. Ah. All right. I'll Go eat you. It. I'll eat you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you know right. Lucian too? Uh, you had you go through a door, and there's a, a switchback stairway that leads to the upper balcony area. And as you head up there, it looks like there's a weapon rack which has a bunch of weapons set up. Um, Kara is currently sitting on the edge of a bench, and it's just kind of sharpening the blades, um, like small daggers and stuff. And looks back. Oh, uh, hello. Sets it aside. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, to deceive anyone. That's sort of my business. So you were deceiving us. Well, I was just keeping some things close to my chest, like I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. What's that saying? Be careful of the toes you step on. They might belong to the ass you got to kiss later. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, a good one. I don't have to remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Look, I deceive no one outside of what you needed to know. We got our business done. I've done nothing wrong. How much of this was orchestrated from the beginning? Were we a distraction for the bigger picture? What do you mean? The attack on the tower. Oh, the crick attack on the tower? No, 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 no. Had nothing to do with us. We're not going to work with those savage beasts. Inside check. Go for it. <laughs> I was looking at you. <laughs> yes. 21. 21? That wasn't planned by anyone. If anything, it might have saved our asses, because it made it kind of what you did, small potatoes by comparison. Um, so I'm thankful it happened, but that, look, those things continue to attack us from the eastern border, and from little information's coming through, it's just getting worse with each passing week, so the last thing I want to do is let any more of them into our backyard. Oh, all right. You won't want to frame them in any type of larger scheme, considering it seems like you're quite irritated with them? Look, I know my limits. I'm not some mastermind. No, it's I want not. to make some coin, I want to work with my skill sets, make the boss happy. I stay mainly within the city. I don't want to deal with any bigger stuff than that. I'm, I'm just you, a girl. I'm asking you a question you're probably not going to give me the truth to. Is your relationship with the gentleman one of a debt or one of convenience? I was one of convenience. Mm. Was um, keeping it short for you. It sure beats pickpocketing on the streets and being beaten when I'm caught. I hear that. Interesting. How long have you been working for the gentleman? Oh, about eight years. It's a long time. I work so my way up. So you feel the same about the Jorhasian as you do? As far as I know, yeah. It's not good for business. Hmm. You know, it's um, it's not as difficult to rally a society of people against another. It's not too easy, or not too hard to start a war if you really want to. That's true, but I don't know of his whole plan per se. But you know, business works well when things are predictable, right? And when there's war involved, things get real unpredictable. Emotions are high. 
I mean, the amount of armed guard and military gets high. We're kind of forced to skulk in the shadows until it blows over. The last thing we want is for all this to get any crazier than that. I only have one other thing. I, I was taken by Dolan's passionate message. Dolan's a good man. He's not caught up in all this. Don't try and mix us up in that right. He doesn't deserve it. All right. Is some of the business that we can expect going to go against the fair people of the city? Generally, no. Um, most of the folks that work with the gentlemen and that we work for are well-paying because they're well-off, and some of them aren't the most moral either. We don't do anything that hurts the folk that don't deserve it, at least from what I know. We don't kill, we don't murder, we just move and sell and deal in various goods that aren't perfectly legal. Did Ulog and Dolan know about your involvement with the gentleman? No. All right, so here's my question. Ulog was in it against the High Richter. That was his motivation. Right. Dolan wanted to get after Lord Sutan for running out of this practice. Right. What did you get out of all this? Well, if I have a friend that makes it high in the political chain of the city, Dolan, and I have the ear of the gentleman, well, that's a mighty powerful ally to the underworld without that ally knowing. Indeed. That's a connection worth the trouble. And you're only in it to be a middleman? Well, no goals or aspirations yourself? Well, there's good money in being a middleman if this works out. And to be honest, it sure beats having to shuffle in the shadows. I work better in public anyway. That's kind of what I do for the gentleman now. Yeah, you got a nice face. It's good for presentary purposes. You got a nice face? She does, look, she's, she's got a good face. I'm glad you found a place here. It was good to see you again. You too. Sorry. That was a compliment, I know, did it, it not? It's like it didn't. That was a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guess we'll see you around. Stay safe. You know where to find me, or at least ask about me now. <laughs> Looks like we're in bed one way or the other. I mean. Leave that one alone. Just all right. Leave it alone. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> we head downstairs. <laughs> all right, you join up with the rest of the crew. You guys have all gathered again. What would you like to do? It's like six of one. Like, this is, like situationally, I mean, it could be a thing. Yeah, you're talking about the sword. Yeah, we've been talking about the sword. <laughs> oh, yeah, the one that we had for. Yeah. yeah. Jester has it, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Jester, yeah. by the way, you seriously. Your farts have been disgusting tonight. I've been sitting next to you all night, and it's just foul. Yeah. It's foul. It's like sprinkles and hard candy, just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not me. That is just a gift from the trip. Her skirt's just like. <laughs> this is why you don't miss a game, no. Laura. Oh my god, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Jester, why are you smearing feces all over your face? <laughs> it's wafting over. Oh, anyway. Uh, Lucian, uh. We can pass out the sword later, but do you think it's something you could use? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
like a, like a dark graphite colored blade that's like hooked in places and this kind of gradual sharp. It's a long sword, so it's not the beefy thing you're used to. Um, what does she wield usually? A great sword. Oh, it's a big, big hefty blade. A moon-touched so this, sword. So what you're used to, this one's a little smaller. It's still helpful, but it's your call. I, I think I, 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 I really saved up for this sword that I have. And oh, I feel you. I think um, I thank you guys for thinking of me. But could you have it as a backup weapon yeah, or could, something? You could or? that motherfucker. You're could you do a like wheel? On one side. Uh, I think you could use it with your hex blade, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's, you can use it two-handed to do it. Well, you can, but it's up to you. Okay. It's, not, it's not as hefty as or sentimental as the one that you have. Right, we'll hold on to it. We'll hold on. We'll see yeah. if you want to play around Maybe with it. Uh, Ford, Maybe you could use it. You know, for laughs, I'll swim around. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I think it's taller than not. Yeah, it's taller than not. Yeah. Many things are taller than not. I could use it as a makeshift shelter. <laughs> could do the pole vault. It's got some interesting mm-hmm. stuff there. What do you think, Ford? Yeah, I think it's got some, it's got some potential. Okay. You mind if I hold on for for a bit? No, by all means. I all think right. I'm, I'm I'm a bit attached to my sword. Can I just uh, kind of clock the tabaxi and see where that satchel with our blood in it is? It is. Did she happen to put it down? No, while it she is was over ordering? her shoulder and by her side. That's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. Because I wanted to. Should I go kill? Get it back. Take it. <laughs> no. Why don't you pass that big ogre by the door? What her name is? Why? Why would I do that? You just have such a way with people, like you just, I do not. Yeah, you knock down the barriers, people you get right in. Me. Icebreaker. No, it's not true at all. I will go with you if you want. If you want to, us to ask this. Uh... There is no part of this that I want. <laughs> <laughs> but if you would like to go over there, I'll I'll, I'll be your second to the ogre. Yeah. Yeah. We're just gonna. Yeah, I, I'd be comfortable talking to that little crazy gnome. You gotta know this. That's a fair point. All right, Sometimes. we can go talk to the Just ogre. To Tell him that stupid. joke, you know. <laughs> All right, sure. Let's go. All right, can, we, can we go by the bar, though? Yeah. This is a people building uh, exercise. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so laid out, like the whole room kind of shaped like an L. So if you look at like, like here's the, here's the far end, and this is the chamber, right? You guys entered from this side, mm-hmm. and so around the corner, the ogre's right there. The bar's up here, and this is where the gentleman was. I'm just gonna swing by the bar. I need a refill. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give the bartender my flask and say, "Could you fill this entire thing up?" Yeah, no problem. Boss said it's fine. It's good at pouring. Excellent. Like that. Thank you. He's practiced. It's a little spilled. Wasn't okay. wasn't wasn't a little, a little messy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't tip. Oh, important note, important note, Laura Bailey has texted in that she hates us all. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll go over to the ogre, I guess? Sure, this is easy. We're all going to die. You, you approach yeah. the ogre? Yeah, yeah the ogre is standing about Roughly 10, 11 feet tall. Um, this is 10 a, or 11 this feet is tall? Oh, this is a male ogre. This is a male ogre um, wearing kind of like patchwork hides and fur over one shoulder, large belly, uh, rippling muscle arms, the, the maul kind of held in one hand, kind of resting against the chest. Um, that, that deep, angry jaw that has like a, like jowls that almost swing as it turns its head to look towards you. Um, both the eyes are like dark and beady with like a brown iris you can barely see under the folded brow. And as you approach, you kind of. 
I also I grab a Jester by the wrist and drag her along because she makes everyone smile. Okay. So I bring her with. Yeah, hello. Um, I am sorry to bother you, but uh, I think that we are uh, loosely connected through uh, work relations now. Uh, this is. Hello. This is my friend Not. This is Chester. My name is Caleb Budogest, and uh, we are working for the gentleman, much like you are. So I was just, you know, we are going to be here. At, oh, what just... do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh no. It didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> Literally rolled an intelligence check to see if it got it. <laughs> and did not. You know, we don't want to take up too much of your time. I was just hoping to learn uh, two things. Two things. One, uh, what is your name? Kutha. <laughs> I wipe. I wipe the the, the warm breath off of my face. Kutha. And my second question is, do you like working for the gentleman? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I've been informed by Jester that she is now to use the Wand of Smiles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Jaw trying to pull it down. I will take that as a yes. I am glad we are doing business with this gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Good to meet you. You do this. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't me. I didn't say anything. Let's go. Let's Where's go. go? Let's go. Let's go. This terrible grinning ogre who seems confused with the facial muscles not functioning. We go upstairs and out. All right. You guys made friends. That's all we do is make friends. Kutha. 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 K U T H A. Kutha. 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 You guys make your way back up the spiral staircase, out through the trap door in the back storage room of the evening nip, exiting past the bar where Clive Bents. Sits there waiting with his half-burned, scarred dwarven face who gives you a nod as you exit back into the city. Now, I believe in the late afternoon near dusk, the sky grows darker as you proceed on to the next leg of your venture. That's where we're going to take a break. No! We'll be back here in a few moments, guys. Please stick around. Uh, we have a great little video about A26 that I think you want to yeah. check out. Let you know about that. It's awesome. A bunch of us went down there and we had the loveliest time. It was a great day. Please check it out. We got to go back again on Saturday to finish up our campaign for those kids, which is going to be exciting. Um, but yes, so we have our Wormwood giveaway, of course, for you folks out there. Uh, so those of you who want to come over into Twitch chat uh, to enter the uh, the code for tonight is gentleman, a singular gentleman. Gentleman, gentleman, not men, man. Uh, you can only enter it once in the chat. Any more than that, you'll be disqualified. Uh, and this is good for everyone in the United States, Canada, excluding Quebec, unfortunately, due to crazy rules and laws. But here you have this fancy zebra wood deck box, Whoa. which is nice material that we're all going to be signing and sending out. So we'll come back from the break with the winner. Yeah. 
Until then, hang tight, enjoy the break, and we'll see you here in a few minutes. Ladies! Welcome back. Great timing. So, uh, we have our winner for the evening uh, for the Wormwood giveaway. It is Loop Rouge. Loop Rouge. Congratulations. Uh, Zenobo will get your information and we'll get that sent out to you ASAP. So, congrats. All right. Bringing us back into the game. You guys have all reassembled with a moment of your thoughts on the outside of the evening nip. Just as the sun has set, the oranges and purples of the sky have taken over with the little bits that you can see beyond the cloud cover that still seems to permeate the atmosphere above you. With the recent storm mostly past, it seems at least the, uh, the gray skies are clinging as hard as they can. What do you wish to do? The sun's on its way down, you said? The sun has just recently set. has settled, okay. I feel like I should uh, divvy up that gold that I didn't yes! hand out earlier. I think it's a very fine idea. Yeah, I'll we have to remember. We want to go back to the leaky tap. I have to remember to do that some I other day. That also sounds like a very fine idea. We know that's safe. We should also probably check in on the dodeca doohickey as well. <gasps> yeah, fair point. Oh, right. Who? Jester have that? No. Just Jester has it, yeah, inside oh, the, the, the bag. Oh, sack. right, she has it. <laughs> and I guess we should let Horace know that he'll get an escort out of town, right? Yeah, he was at the leaky tap, right? We left him here. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Let's do that. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right. So you guys head back to the leaky tap. You head back to your chambers, and within the one room, Horace has been very careful. As soon as you open the door, Horace immediately like grabs the nearby chair and like gets ready. Oh, ah, oh, you've returned. Going for the chair. I'm into it. Yeah, right. Sorry, just um, yeah. a little jumpy. Uh, how, how are things going? How, how's, how's the search been? It went well. I think we found a suitable passage for you out of this city. Needless to say, without involving you too much, we're going to have someone take you out a secret entrance and make sure you're safe on your way out. I hope you're okay with being blindfolded. Uh, I, I trust you, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's part of the deal. Yeah, I guess it was. Okay. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's fine. I'll, I'll... <sighs> Thank you. I, I can't even begin to express my thanks. I didn't write down how much fucking gold stood there. Wait. 620. Is, that, is Dolan go gone already? Dolan's staying. Dolan's staying. Horus is getting out of Dodge. Right. Um. Horace, have you heard anything while we've been gone, or have you been kind of staying in here? I've been staying in here. I've been looking out the windows. There's been, I mean, there's been more guard activity in the streets. Um, it looks like they're making their way inward into this city and beginning to inquire, at least from what I've seen. Um, that's it. Other than that, I've just been bored and reading this book. <laughs> Page turner. Yeah. Mm. Any favorite parts? Uh. No. <laughs> I hate those. Pictures are good. There aren't. There aren't any pictures. The fuck are you reading it for then? <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> Your grog is showing. Yeah. Sorry. Listen. Uh, everybody gets a hundred and four gold. Hundred and four gold. Yep. And three silver. No, not you. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I was there in the spirit. How many silver? What did you say? Three, Three silver. silver. Oh. 
This is a good time to mention that uh, in between last game and this, Oh, right, right. Cantrips not. Uh, you can learnable. buy cantrip scrolls. But right, you but Caleb would have known that. Right, uh, right. After, after Liam had asked the DM. Correct. So we're switching out that cantrip for uh, hold person, if that was at the store. Right. Yeah, it was. Which and, means and, that. And paid the difference. And Caleb so. is flat broke until right now. <laughs> there you go. Always skirting that edge. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I lived that life for three years. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ramen. Yeah. So much ramen. The D and D ramen. Paycheck. Paycheck. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I assume they'll come for you sometime in the night or in the morning. Hope you won't mind if we don't wait. We uh, kind of traded your expedited. Journey out of the city in order for us to go and take care of something, a bit of business for them. Very well. Um, again, just tell me what you need of me or, or what I should do. We didn't really ask, did we? <laughs> I thought he was coming with us when we go to leave. That's what I thought. Oh. But I, is that, or am I mistaken? No, I think that's probably right. You didn't specify, but that seems like it might be a viable plan. Okay. Either that or they'll kill him. <laughs> what? Out of game, out of game. Don't, you're not, DM's not here, DM's not here. DM's yeah. always here. Uh, we'll, we should probably like blindfold him ourselves on the way there, so he just doesn't even, you, uh, we'll figure it out, we'll figure you, it out. You blindfold him on the way to being blindfolded? Yeah. Oh. Because if we take him down into the evening nip with us, and they're going to want to do the whole "let me take your blood" thing, and you weren't here, and who the fuck are you, and all that shit. Oh, true. So we don't want to do that. City with it. Sorry. Also, Marisha talking right now. Maybe just before we go Sounds in. Sounds funny. Far. Anything we want to do before we uh, go out on this um, errand? Oh yeah, I think there was one thing. Tell us everything about you. <laughs> Worst. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Horace, leave. Do you mind? Leave, Horace. You leave. I'll step into one of the other rooms. Right. Like a key. I could. Here. Over up, I over toss him my adjuster's key. Heads into the next chamber. Just don't it. steal any of the pillowcases we go through any of our luggage. Yeah, they're booby trap. Okay. <laughs> leaves the room. As soon as he's in the room, Jesse goes. Okay. So. Tell us about you. Each. I mean, this is not about me right now. <laughs> it could be. It doesn't need to be. But you have secrets too. So do you. And yep. you're a pair. You know, I distinctly remember a moment when we were the shady pair of this group, but now it and looks like you guys are. Everyone's a shady pair in this group. Somehow, even as individuals, we are all somehow shady pairs. It is just inevitable. Now I'm hungry for pairs. Pairs. <laughs> Sounds like a retirement home. Uh, shady pairs. Shady pairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lucian, Naganon, oh, what the fuck? All right. Lucian sounds very like, I'm trying to find myself, by the way, just throwing it out there. No, that's fair. Angsty T. Yeah, it's very angsty yeah. Is your real name Peter? I, I dated a few Lucians, like way too many Lucians. Is this Marisha, or is this? this, 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 this. <laughs> This is, okay, never mind, never mind. Don't want to know too much. <laughs> oh, but it's still Bo, not but it's necessarily still not untrue. 
reality. I've been the Lucian in a relationship before. I feel. We've all been losers. Six of one, half a dozen of another. Yeah. the story. A lot of guys in bands. So, well, I was born on the continent of. I really. No, no, stop. Just keep going. Yeah. Would you like a drink? This was super epic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's filled with many alcohols from different taverns. I genuinely thought I would have some bullshit together by by now, and I'm really sort of stuck. Listen, I've never pushed you to talk about anything, and don't if you don't feel comfortable, uh, you don't owe any of us anything. It's dangerous, though. It's officially dangerous. What to tell us what you're about to tell us? For us or for you? At this point, what's the difference? Well, one's us and one's you. We definitely left our vials in a shady cellar with a bunch of underground criminals. I, I don't. I stole three empty vials from that place. <laughs> I'm very excited about them. <laughs> they're empty, but they're still really shiny. They're <laughs> 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 all the same note because they're all fucking empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I went. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But seriously, <laughs> I have I've I have been part of a shady group. I've been dealing with shady friends for as long as I can remember. If there's one thing I've learned about dealing with people that you can't trust, is that you kinda have to trust them where you can and not trust them where you can't. And I'm not saying I have I'm not saying that I'm I know what I'm doing or anything, but I don't want anybody, I want this to work. I need this to work. So, I've not done this in a while. All right. I noticed that she uh, kind of had the same influence over the blood that you have, but different. Yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting, isn't it? This might even be easier if you just ask questions. I really don't know how to tell this story. Why do you have so many names? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I woke up without any names or any past, buried in the ground two years ago. Buried in the ground? You woke up buried in the ground. Were you dead? Obviously not. In a, in a box, in the dirt? In the dirt. And you are saying that you have no memory. My first memory, my oldest memory, is dirt in my face, underground. Is that what that Jester would like to cast Zone of Truth. Oh, oh. oh no. All right. Good girl. Keeping it real up in the field line. She, sa- she says, I Let's would like to play sure. Truth or Dare, but without the Dare. How honest do I have to be? Uh, we'll find out in a second. Okay. Well, you can you can say whatever you want, but whatever you say has to be true. You cannot That's speak how it works. a lie. You can also just say, I don't feel like talking. All right, all of you. Uh, who are in the 15-foot radius that's being cast in, which would probably be everybody. Everybody, you're all staying close on this. Everybody, please make a charisma saving throw. Wow, boy. Charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. I got a one. (laughs) Hey, money, Ten dollars! Ten dollars! It's a hundred dollars. hundred dollars. Oh, what? That's even better! A hundred dollars for every natural one. I rolled a four. All right. Okay, you're in. Thirteen. Thirteen. Sixteen. Twenty-two. You were the only two that succeeded. Wow. So you, everyone else 
You have to Good speak the truth for the next. But if I'm a DM, we know that that's we feel it <laughs> according to the spell. Sure. Yes. Yeah. You all sense the kind of the, the energy come over you, and for a second you're a little confused by it. Posturing, posturing. All right, that's not that's not entirely true. It's it's a vague memory. I don't really remember it. It's kind of all a jumble. It's what I've been told about some of it. I, it's. So is that rituals she was rambling about? I don't know. So before you woke up in the dirt, nothing? There is no before. Whatever happened before is not me. It's not part of anything. Oh. Like your life reset somehow? Or you just don't remember? Some asshole got buried in the dirt. Fuck him. I am enjoying what I'm doing. I want nothing to do with that. Anything that came before, I was happy to just leave it be. Yeah, but do you have any theories for what happened before? No. Did you look the same, or did you come back? How would I know? Well, I so think. Everything before two years ago is nothing to you. Black. That's somebody else. It's two years ago, did you have all those tattoos? No, not exactly. Any of them? Some of them, yes. How much time passed between waking up in a dirt box and the circus? Days. I was Days. a bit out of it. Uh, it's hard to remember I wasn't speaking, really. It's all, do you have memories from your childhood? Yeah, many. Sure. It felt like that. It's all bright and uh, more meaningful than it should be. Uh, there was just nothing. I. Uh, I was practically canatonic. I was barely speaking. Did you wake up two people or alone? Alone. Are you a good guy? Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. I'd like to think so. Why did she seem like she looked up to you so much? I don't know. I don't know who that was. I've never heard the name Lucian before, or the, that other name. I, I've never heard of any of it. I didn't realize you didn't. You did a good job at pretending. Yeah, well. I like pretending. Pretending's great. I. Uh, who cares where anybody came from? How do you know she actually thinks it's you and not, you know, maybe she just mistook you for someone actually named Lucian? That's possible, except, of course, she had weird blood powers. So this uh, happens to you? A few, oh. few months after I came to, uh, I started noticing I could do things, I knew things that I didn't necessarily know I knew. Are you talking about your abilities? Yeah. I can 
Um, Can I see that dagger? I have three of them. Pick one. Ice. You watch as this large cluster of moisture all of a sudden solidifies around the outside of the blade, and the blade is now encrusted in jagged ice shards that just kind of stick out, the steam kind of coming off of it. That's mist. That's amazing. I would I would ask about how you discovered that, because that would not be something that I would ever just do, <laughs> just to just see. Uh, but we'll leave that for another day. Oh no, I can. I'm, we're here. This is happening. That's fine. Um, Question: Go back to two two beats. You said, "Who cares about what happened before?" Yeah. Do you really not want to know your past? Answer truthfully. I really don't. I. Whoever that was came to that end. And I want nothing to do with that. Whatever it was, it doesn't feel good when I, the moments when something creeps through, I don't like it. I don't want anything to do with it. I was happy. I, I liked the circus. The circus was great. Oh, I have a question. Is there anyone in the group that you find super attractive? It's a text from Laura. Yes. I think she was asking Yasha. Oh, ask Yasha, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Too late. (laughs) What about you? And as the nature of the spell, you know you're under the effect of it, and you you can be dodgy if you need to, but it's up to you. You can. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a good Laura. I feel like I, it's a very good Laura. Yes, of of course there are people here that I think are very uh, attractive and charming, but that doesn't mean that I will act on that. I can be monosyllabic if you like, you know, these people. <coughs> Molly, mm-hmm. in the years that have gone by. Kasha has a crush on me. <laughs> has anyone called you any other names besides Molly, Lucian, or? Manamagon. Yeah, Manamagon, whatever that was. Not without me feeding it to them first. I mean, I've, I mean, I've, I've conned people. We've all conned people. I've used other names before, and, and no, but did they know you? Did they come up and give no. you a name? This was the first time that's happened. I. A lot of this was in the hopes that maybe it would never happen. To keep moving. Keep quiet. You don't know anything about the ritual that she was talking about. Nothing. But I'll say this, and I'm going to put the put the knife down, and uh, just is there anything sharp around anything at all? Uh, I mean, this group. <laughs> yeah, plenty of things that are sharp. Something that's even ridiculous, like something not normal. Uh, yeah. I mean, there there well, <laughs> there there are jagged parts of the wood frame of the bed. Perfect. I'm going to just cut myself again on the wood frame and grab it and and use radiance. Okay. He watches this bright, vibrant light just billows out of it, uh, kind of glowing in the vicinity, similar that you've seen it encase the uh, scimitar. I'll admit, this is new. Yeah, that's <laughs> a hell of a thing. You got to see the first time this happened. Right. And Yasha, how much of this was under wraps? You know none of any of this? In your time in the circus? I knew that he woke up and he did not know who he was. Uh, 
But this was the first time that <clears throat> this has happened where someone has come to us and recognized him from his past. Molly, what about have you ever put your pants? That's actually in the text thread, too. Ever any pants? This is hard. Not that I'm, well, no. That's fair, sure. Gamble on a it was worth it every time. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to belabor this, but what if you had a good life before this? What if you were famous or rich or, uh, you, oh, or had friends or family? I think you are a, quite an amazing yeah. person. Okay, here's the thing that you're not catching. That wasn't me. This is mine. I don't want anything from that other person anymore. That person is someone else. I don't want anything to do with it. I did not feel good coming out of that. I, I, it was, uh, I'm in for a penny, might as well. I'm told, although I don't entirely remember this part, that I only said the word empty over and over again for the first week. Empty? Empty? empty. I don't know what that means. Or empty. 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 I don't know. Chester. I barely remember. I feel your touch on this conversation. Is this all accurate? As far as I can tell, yes. He did indeed poop his pants. <laughs> and the rest. Oh, that too, yes. Yeah. Empty. That sounds terrible. I. I don't want anybody, I don't want to remember anything. I don't want anybody else's baggage in my head. I don't want anybody else's problems, thoughts, ideas. I like this person right now as a good person, as a fine person, as a happy person. She kept referencing a book. No idea. What Sounds if we could, uh, shifty. What if we could find the book? I don't, I don't want it. Well, I will say, I'm a little concerned about you know, loose ends coming to bite you and us in the butt. However, we all I, have a few, I assume. I believe in second starts, and uh, that's enough for me. There. You know. Can you imagine what it would feel like to not feel anything about anything that had happened to you so far? No. No. Yes. Why am I not surprised? What do you mean, yes? You can imagine what it's like to not feel anything before this moment? Have you yeah. died before? No. Doesn't mean you have to find meaning in meaningless things. It's very freeing. It's <coughs> the best thing. It's the thing that happened to me. It's not the best thing that happened to me, it's the thing that happened to me. I, I found peace in building a new person. Uh, the Moonweaver. <sighs> you know, just because if you know about your past doesn't mean you have to be beholden to it. That's true. If you... What if it feels that, it, that I owe it something? You don't know your, owe your past shit. If I don't feel anything about my past, but I still remember it, and I still don't give a fuck about where I came from, then why should you care about shit that you don't even remember? That's a layered question. I don't know about that. I spent two years before I met you all cajoling people, 
occasionally ripping them off, occasionally doing a good turn here or there. Never trust the truth. Truth is vicious. The truth thinks you, it, that you owe it something. None of that. I like my bullshit. It's good, it's happy, it makes other people happy. But it's not who you are. It is exactly who I am. Can I ask you, when you're praying over your swords at night, are you actually doing anything? Uh, well, do you know who the Moonweaver is? No. Excellent. Uh, the swords are cheap carnival glass. There's nothing special about them. May I make a check to see if I have ever heard of the Moonweaver? Make a religion check. Damn. Is the Moonweaver not real? Cheap carnival glass. 23. Oh yeah, you definitely heard of the Moonweaver. Literally decorated a pair of swords to make them look special. Moonweaver's uh, classically more of an elven deity, but this is uh, um, kind of, they, they, they were a, a, a god over uh, the night of, of shadow, um, music, that there's a lot of variations to what they go over, but they're definitely not one of the approved religions in the Empire, and is considered, not considered one of the betrayer gods, classically. Um, but is, is an inspiration for a lot of art and classic Elven history and even some modern, um, you know, the, the caretaker of evening trysts um, has a lot of a lot of unique history to the Moonweaver. So it's yours. It's you that's special, not your swords. That's true. Molly, you seem like you have a pretty solidified identity for someone who has only had consciousness for two years. Things came back quick, and the circus helped. They were good people. They did a lot for me. And joy can fill an awful lot of a person's life. <clears throat> Things came back quick. Do you feel like there are still remnants of whoever you once were that helped inform who you are now? Maybe. I feel tinges of things on occasion, nothing I like. Interesting. If you always lie and bullshit, how are we ever going to believe you? Because I always lie and bullshit. I can kind of agree with that. Cheers to bullshit. I'm not a, I'm, I may be a liar, but I'm never a betrayer. I'm almost honest in my work, and I believe in doing a good turn. I've never cheated you out of money. I've never robbed from you. I know how, I stayed with that circus for two years, and I know how people treat each other. It's important. And all that stuff you told me before, I, I gotta admit, I didn't even listen to any bit of it. I was just trying to teach you a lesson. I don't care where you've been, I don't care what terrible things any of you have done. You're here now, this is how it works. Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, darling? I have a question. Of course. Oh, no. Can you really read fortunes? Oh. I use fortunes to tell people what I see in them. But sometimes, sometimes, I feel like maybe there's something that tickles the back of my head, I will admit. You have a feeling? Some days. Don't believe him, Jester. Am I telling, am I, am I lying? He has to be telling the truth. Yes. Thank you. I do feel like you actually weirdly have a gift for that. 
Mm-hmm. I always try to be helpful with, with when I turn cards for people. You ever think you could actually be doing damage, though? No. Setting people on false paths? People are looking for a path, they're looking for a path. And I'll tell you, and this is true, I did my best every town I went to and every town I left, no matter how they treated me, and a lot of them treated me with deep disrespect. Some people are vulnerable and looking for answers. I left every town better than I found it. <clears throat> which, which tattoos are the, the, the old ones? I mean, you don't have to, I don't want to see your naked body or anything, but do you have some? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, no. Um, so, I show off the peacock a little bit, and one of the peacock feathers on the neck. What about your tattoos, though? <laughs> Thank you, Liam. Um, one of the the eyes and one of the peacock feathers is a is a bright crimson red, which any of you, if ever, made a fucking insight check, would have noticed. God, uh, I was waiting for you to fuck with me. Um, <laughs> It's also the same place that he bleeds every time that he uses any of his powers. There's also a red eye on the snake on the palm, and there's a red eye on the snake on the opposite side of the head. What does that mean? What does it mean, Caleb? What does it mean? It's a lot of ink, man. <laughs> red eyes or something? There are various. There are various. Hey, does it not in that symbology mean anything to me? Not at the moment. How much do you show? I'm just showing the I'm showing the snake, the the two snake eyes. I'm showing the the peacock eye, and then I'm going to show the eye in the in the floral arrangement. Okay. Come on, Patterson. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> out here right now. This is your day job. Okay. My tattoo database. Yeah. I tried to cover them, but they wouldn't take ink, so I just did my best. They're not tattoos. No, I don't know what they are. No. They're just markings. But you I don't know. You don't remember getting them, or you? They just appeared. They were just there. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, I have a question. You want do to do, do you every one of these that she's gonna fucking write? Your butt. I can truthfully say, no, that was. But now that you bring fun. it up, because I'd never occurred to it, I might start. And Mr. Caleb. Oh, that was for Caleb, never mind, sorry. <laughs> well, that's no, that's good to know. Now you know that neither Molly or I shave our butt. Who butt shaves? And also, there's not a lot of hair there anyway. So. And also, there's only a couple minutes more left in the spell, so. Anything else before we're done here? Did you ever know anyone who did used to try and set people on wrong paths with their fortune telling? No. We tried. That's that's dangerous work and it'll usually black backfire. There's no interest in that. It's mostly just trying to help people get their shit together. Did someone send you on the wrong path? No. That's fair, I, I don't care to be fair. Still in zone of truth, no. <laughs> Is there anything about you that you don't want us to know? Yes. Everything. I like the safety of it, but and if I had had my way, this would have been a conversation for a later date. But I need to protect you and myself from whatever that is, so you need to know that that is a wild that. card. I appreciate that. 
Well, this was fun. I feel like we should do this every night. <laughs> but I will say this, Lucian. It's a terrible name. It's terrible. I don't want to ever know who that person it's is. It's like a, a kid with like a soft mustache. It's not a, like a real, you know, like a. All the Lucian. Let, 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 let me make this abundantly clear. My name is Molly. That person is dead and not me. It's just a person who had this body. They abandoned it. It's mine now. Yeah. I, I think that you need to know where you've been to know where you're going, and I, I am. I respect your, your feelings. And I feel that I you are feel fretfully ignorant and filled with platitudes. But I still like you regardless. I feel like when you're ready to know your past, I would, I would, I would support that, and I would help you find it. Maybe he killed goblins. Maybe he was a goblin hunter. Maybe he ate them. Raw. I think perhaps we have learned all we need to learn from this conversation. Maybe it is time to turn in. We have some things to do tomorrow. I am satisfied, Molly Mark. Tea leaf. For now. This was not how I expected this to go. Thank you. For what it's worth, I like you a little better now. Me too. You don't have to reciprocate it. I'm waiting for the spell to dissipate before I say it. <laughs> <laughs> About now the spell has dissipated. I both like you more and less at the same time. I get that a lot. Is this spell gone? The spell's gone. <laughs> you can still press her. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Shall we turn in before we uh, head out tomorrow? Oh yeah, Ford and I uh, found out that uh, we're probably going to be facing some undead, uh, wispy things that might electrocute us. I think we all, can we all find it? I feel like I'm, I'm feeling pretty yeah, sore. Yeah, we came down and told you. Is that, yeah. just, even that undead wispy things, is that triggering anything in, in the brain? Uh, you know, go ahead and make uh, And it was make a religion check. It was can the I, gentleman who did manage. The gentleman oh, described the research damage. facility to everybody, right? Before they split off. The gentleman yes. described the research facility, the job, to everybody. To everybody who was present at the table yeah, we were all and who made it been this at the moment. Right, so we all heard that. Yeah. 19. Uh, yeah, you're familiar with these entities. They're, they're generally like uh, undead orbs that oh, undead that, orbs that ha haunt swamps, haunt haunt areas where they where uh, they 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 seek life force to siphon it and devour it. They're will o' wisps. Yeah, they're basically yeah. will o' wisps. They usually <coughs> find them in swamps or things like that. Mm, okay, you know how to fight them? Yes. Am I smoldering? I don't know. It's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So good. It's a good movie. I know. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. You turn in. All right. You guys all turn in. Yeah. All right. An evening's rest takes you as you all take a while ruminating on the events of the day, the information acquired, and the path before you. You eventually find yourselves to sleep, so you can go ahead and take your long rests for the night. Good. <clears throat> um, are you doing anything with the sword? With the sword? Yeah. The the one you mean? The one that you took from me. Oh, are you? Are not you, yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, anybody else? Anything? All right then. 
As the morning comes to, you all wake up relatively early, because you went to bed relatively early. Uh, it's like shortly after sunrise, you find yourself conscious. Some of the first to really hit the, uh, the downstairs tavern for breakfast. Uh, food is served, drinks are had in the morning, and day is yours. What do you wish to do? How long does it take to attune to something? An hour? Shit, maybe I should mm, have. Short rest. You do it if you want. <coughs> you could do it overnight. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try to attune to the Waste Center Blade. Okay. So you focus on it, and as you lie there concentrating on it, you kind of extend the essence of whatever pact you've made with this entity into this weapon. And as you finally finish the period of time, you hold the blade in front of you, and it vanishes into the pocket. Nice. As you force it to apparate once more in your grasp, and the blade returns, it has the same hooked shape, but now this blade is encrusted with barnacles along the base of it. Edges of it have curved around in water, continues to drip off this. It seems to have transferred whatever the essence of this pack blade is to this one. And at this moment you realize, whatever blade you, weapon you seem to bond with in this way will carry that same aquatic essence based on the communion that you've acquired. Did you do this alone or was I in the room when this happened? I would have loved to have watched this. Based on the yeah, you were there. I walk up, get a little uncomfortably close, put my hand on your chest. The power was in you all along. Oh boy. Oh, See you at no. breakfast. Oh no. <laughs> hey, I'm going to scuttle off and go over to Pumat's. I need to have a little, oh, just a short little shopping. I need to go as well. Oh, you do? Yep. Okay, so I'm having bacon. Down below, so I will wait till I see you. Anyone no. need to go to Pumat's? Oh, you know who should come? Yasha. She's never met Pumat's. You have never souls. met Pumat's. Souls. Mm. Pumat's? Yeah. The invulnerable. It's a, quartet. Uh, it's a duop group. Yeah. Vagrant. It's crazy. Building base. You need to let your soul glow. Okay. Hey, would you all mind looking into seeing if you too. find any, like, um, like throwing stars or any throwing darts here. I'll give you some here. Shuriken? Yeah. yeah. See, I sure need, I need something. I give him a little bit of like gold to see Please. if he. Okay. How much is a little bit? Here, here's 10 gold. Hey. <laughs> Bring me back change. For throwing stars from Pomar. Okay, I will definitely ask him if he has throwing stars. If he does not have throwing stars, ask for darts or the equivalent. Do not fuck me here, Caleb. Do not fuck me. Not interested, but Seems I will ask about the items you are. Aggressive for a favor. <laughs> Classic Bora guy. <laughs> You'll like this. Pumat's soul is, uh, how would you describe? Unique? Uh, well, not one of a kind. Mm. <laughs> uh, Maybe we should just. Did you just tell a joke? No. <sighs> it's a shame. It was a very good one. Germans don't tell jokes. <laughs> Zemnians. Zemnians. Experience only pain. <laughs> Anybody else coming to the invulnerable vagrant besides the through us? Yep, four. What's it called? Everybody invulnerable vagrant. I'm. I'll. Uh, I'll stay and here Jester. and watch Horace. And Jester. Yeah, me and Jester. Jester will stay as well. There you go. I'm gonna go wake him up. He's been sleeping in. 
I have the diarrhea. <laughs> Come on, Jessica. Come on. Oh, Don't make me laugh. Oh, boy. Laura, Laura is texting with a full case of FOMO right now. Oh, slowly so, sharpening a blade at home. We miss you, Laura. Next week. Next week, I'm going to all the lights will be off with just a, just a candle, a chair. <laughs> when you get home, because the blinds are open. <laughs> Alrighty, so those of you who are making your way towards the Penta Market, you eventually find the outskirts of the Invulnerable Vagrant. You enter the interior, and uh, there are two other individuals that are doing business with two of the Pumats. Do we recognize them? Uh, you do not. They, they seem to be just asking questions and looking about the vicinity. But before um, they leave, can I just be like, don't forget they're looking for us, to Molly. Do, do I recognize those people? You do not. Okay. I may, I may have the, the, the chill cloak yeah. flipped just to sort of try and be a little less conspicuous rolling around for, for what it's worth. Okay. Stated artist formerly known as Prince. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, as you enter the chamber and you see the two, the two Pumats are busy, the counter is currently not helmed, and they're in a discussion, but one of them turns and kind of acknowledges you enter. Oh, it's real nice to see you. Just uh, relax there a bit. If you need help immediately, we can see if Prime's available. Well, if you wouldn't mind, this is a, one of our uh, one of our compatriots. This is Yasha, new to your establishment. Yasha, that's a wonderful name. I can't help you because I'm helping this person. But just hang tight a second. Uh, sure. Pumat. He'll be right with you. Isn't he? You see two of them that look identical in the, in the room. Oh, you guys are twins. Uh, something like that. Ah, uh, he'll be right with you. Okay. Turns just, around. Just breathe it in. Okay. You hear a couple Roll heavy footfalls. What sounds like a toppling of some metallic pan that ping, pow, pow, like, ah, shy, hello. <laughs> and the, uh, the, the, uh, the curtain opens and you see one of the Pumats, but with a set of goggles above the head. Um, what looks to be a, a, an apron on with a bunch of different tools and various accoutrements kind of stuff into different pockets. Hey, uh, so I'm helping someone. Who, who needs help? Well, actually, okay. this uh, is our friend Yasha. She's uh, new to your establishment. Hello. Right now, you've been here before. You were working with the other ones. All right, okay. morning, morning to you. Hey, can I help you? I, I just, uh, I mean, do you have Chinese stars? Throwing stars? I don't understand <laughs> what that is. Um. Um, they're like uh, pointy, pointy things that you throw in the middle. Oh, you're talking about like a dagger or a dart or something like that? Darts, daggers, darts. <clears throat> you can. You can probably go to a blacksmith and get that uh, that made for you. I don't really craft things here uh, from their base components. We generally take them and uh, I uh, enchant them to a better degree. I make generally not so great things pretty great. Oh. I gather we all hear this conversation, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And you're catching this one. Puma Prime is a little surlier than the, uh, <laughs> than the other ones. He's just, he seems like, He's a little more down to business cool. than the uh, the various versions of him out there. We're, we're probably going to be dealing with some restless spirits, actually. So if there's anything to deal with, like these phantasmagorical creatures, will o' the wisps, that sort of thing. Yeah, interesting. You're going to be dealing with some of the spiritual realm, you say? Yeah, inevitably. All right. I, uh, let's see. I. Uh, pretty sure I got maybe a vial or two of holy water, if that's what you're looking for. Um, I don't. 
That's not usually my purview, but uh, we keep a couple in stock just in case. Let me see what I can muster. Ugh. And uh, goes ahead and drummages through. In the back a bit, you hear more metal and glass clanking, and one box gets shifted <laughs> up to the side. Yeah, 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 but. Yasha, do you have any uh, healing potions? I don't. And that's actually. You should buy some. I wanted some. to get some. Let's see. Just double check to see if I don't. Alrighty, comes up. I've got two vials of holy water remaining. Those will run you about twenty-five gold pieces a piece if that's you want to. Perfect. That's exactly what I was looking for. Was was two vials of holy water. Well, look at that. It's like it was meant to be. Straight up destiny. <laughs> uh, probably need some healing potions or some. Yeah. Do do you have some healing potions? Uh, see, it's a funny thing. Uh, these adventurers keep coming in and kind of clearing me out. Uh, we got a. Got maybe two more, but you got to give us time to restock. You guys, uh, your friends here have been mighty, uh, mighty hungry. Well, they're the mighty nine. Her initial regret. Immediate no. How much are they? Yeah, those will put you back about fifty gold pieces a piece, since uh, we have the friendly discount of repeated customers. Isn't that right? Uh, one of the one of me's. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Hamas goes, that's correct, they've been in here a few times. He's like, all right, great, thank you for looking out there, buddy. All right. Man, so, I'm really glad to hear that. That friendly discount's getting even friendlier. That really nice cloak you have on the wall. Yeah. How much is that? Oh, you're, you're referring to that protection cloak. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Takes it off the counter, checks it. That'll run you back about 800 gold pieces. I fell face first into some coin recently. I think I'll take that. Whoa! Well, and you watch the the demeanor shift a little bit from like the I'm I'm busy kind of like, well, happy to see a big spender coming on first thing in the morning. And you see now you start seeing more of the connection with the other Pumats. Regular Well. And uh, might I have your name? I don't think we've had the pleasure uh, personally. Ford. Ford. Tough. <laughs> Ford Tough. Whom had soul pride. And I believe this is now known as Ford's cloak. So does that mean that the uh, that the the. Uh, I, I, I've seen a, a deal somewhere where somebody also threw in some healing spells when they bought a cloak. Is that a, a thing? Yeah, the, you're looking for a discount for the healing potions? Yeah. Make, make a persuasion check. <laughs> I know, but hey, you never know. I like it. Uh, Yasha and Caleb in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. <laughs> Can I get a discount? You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of a fan of the uh, no nonsense kind of lady. So uh, sure, I'll, I'll throw in, uh, uh, put a ten gold discount on each of those healing potions. So that's eighty gold for you for the two. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take them. Alrighty, here you go. Thank you. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I have a simple request. I that's need a, all right. Simple requests about, are always open. What you need? Uh, about a hundred gold worth of, uh, of ink for transcribing uh, arcane uh, knowledge. 
Yeah, yeah, more of that wizard stuff. I got that for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a two uh, two ink vials there. Those to last you for a little while. Got get that going for you. Some parchment. Uh, all right, 100 gold, friend. Uh, Thank you very much. Pleasure doing business with you. I, I have four gold to my name again. Oh, if you need a loan, I can. They're basically. Being a wizard's expensive, yeah. It is, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have no money. Yeah. I got a lot of gelb. I'll make some money. Not gelb. Gelb. Were there any throwing weapons that you have, even if they're enchanted? Oh, well, uh, I do have one uh, one enchanted dagger, if you're so interested. Uh, do you think she would like that? I, I don't think she would, actually. She doesn't like to throw daggers. She only likes to throw... She might, but it doesn't well, seem what does it bag. do? Uh, well, this one, uh, when it's thrown, if it misses, it comes right back to you. It comes right back to you? If it misses. A dagger that comes back to you? If you miss with it. Caleb, did you hear that? Sounds like bullshit to me. That's, uh, that's incredible. It's pretty useful. I don't know about incredible. It's not a. <laughs> you miss with it. Double. <laughs> Look, I'm just being straight with you. It's a pretty useful thing on occasion. But, uh, what about yourself? Oh, I'm I'm fine. I, he's already they're already making me something, and I mean I. I don't I've seen you throw a dagger or two I mean, in your time, and you always have to walk out to the tree and pull it out, or walk out to the knoll and pull it out. This way, I come right back to you. Think about uh, it. Throwing a dagger just seems so inelegant to me. I don't know why. They're meant to <laughs> cut food and to eat food with. I mean, no offense to any of you here, but I gotta get right back oh, to work. Uh, it looks like one, uh, yeah. one of my one of my me's is uh, available to help you for the rest of this. If she changes her mind, we'll let you know. Yeah, no, we'll let, let them know. Yeah. Thank you so much, have a wonderful day. It's a pleasure to uh, see you again. You nice too. to meet you. Nice to meet you as well, big lady. Um, takes his goggles down. <laughs> Have a good day. Turns around and goes into the back chamber, which is funny him saying big lady, because he's huge, he's bigger than you are. Um, goes into the back and goes right back to work, and you hear another, like, like a foot hit the panel, like, I need to, oh man. How high are the ceilings in this store? Uh, the ceiling's probably about 10 foot. Um, I love how your voice went, the ceiling's about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, they're Hi, sorry about that. I was helping a customer, but he's left now. Not purchasing anything. So I'm happy to help you. What can I do for you? I think we're, we're pretty well taken care of. This yeah. We've got everything we need, so. Yeah. All righty. Well, have a wonderful day and come by whenever you like, big spender. I saw that. Is my flask uh, coming along all right? Coming along fine. I think that's part of what uh, Pumat's working on right now. Prime's a. Uh, Add any right? any sort of uh, shiny finish to it, or uh, some extra flair or baubles to it. That would be fine. I'll too. see what we can do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All Thank right. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. We leave. All right. <laughs> All Unique, right. huh? That's. Uh, I, I've never. I've never seen any. I, I thought they were. Um, Brothers. Related, and then they all have the same name, so I guess that's another thing. Yeah. You're uh, quite the word wizard with the, uh, the haggling there. Listen, I realize I'm not great with people. Just no need to point it out. I was being honest, you actually got money off. Well, I, I forgot about that. Yes, I did. Yeah, nice job. <laughs> I've well, never seen you blush before. because you spent a lot of money 
you know. She is quite pale, it's hard to tell. Just... Well, what are we doing? <laughs> are we doing? Yeah. We should probably we should probably run to a blacksmith. Is a bitch, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Nine. Nine. <laughs> so get a blacksmith at some point. E- easily up. enough at the blacksmith for the sake of brevity here. Uh, yeah, you can pick up. Um, thousand throwing stars. Yeah, for ten gold. <laughs> Just ball bearings and throwing stars. Uh, for for a single for a single dart, which is the equivalent you, you could ask for. We'll say there are, there are darts and there are are throwing. We'll say throwing stars. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, because because the uh, the archives nearby, there probably would be a use for them. They're not often called for, and it's probably a bit of a surprise in wanting to purchase them. But they have uh, about twenty. Uh, We'll say throwing stars, um, which act as darts I for hand, five copper apiece. I hand Yaksha one of the ten gold that Bo gave me. This is Bo's money, so I think I think she'd want you to purchase them. No, she gave you the money. Yeah, but she doesn't like me very much. Well, and she, maybe that will make her like you more. That's doubtful. I. That's why do you think that? Why do I think it's doubtful she will like me? Yeah. She doesn't like anybody. Uh, she has threatened me constantly. Uh, she is very aggressive. She is very surly. She doesn't smile a lot unless there is a spell cast on her. Uh, I've only seen her punch people in the face. Uh, I mean. Has she punched you in the face yet? Give her time. <clears throat> I think she likes you. The only reason I might disagree is because she did give you money. Mm. I'll take that money. That'll be no problem. I give one gold to Yasha. <laughs> I hold on to the other nine. Okay. Nine? I'm not buying her anything. What are you going to do with the rest of them? I'm going to give it back to her. We can, to be fair, get all twenty of those of those throwing darts for for one gold. For one gold. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the transaction complete. You you have a a bunch of these throwing mm-hmm. stars. Uh, they're they're metallic. They're they're in triangular in shape and bladed at the edges. Um, pretty light. One out. Sure. It's good. Go ahead and roll your 20. Oh, okay. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Right through the wall. Mama! Nope. What's a. Seven. Broken. No, Seven. Sorry. Nine. Nine, okay. Nine. 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 You throw it towards the this post and it. <laughs> this horse kind of all of a sudden bucks and kicks the side of the stable nearby, and you hear the wood crack from the kick, and all of a sudden you hear voices of two stable hands trying to hold back on this horse. You're like, uh, so it's 19 throwing stars. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> okay. Uh, admittedly, I'm not good at throwing things, but I just, it, it looked really cool. <laughs> okay. Did we bring Horace with us? No, I'm, no, I'm Norris, watching Horace is back no, with the uh, yeah. well, While you guys are doing this, I'm like, check under your bed. Did you leave anything behind? Go pee. One last time, man. Come on, come on. Too real for me. Yeah, camp, yeah. camp counselor Bo. Incredible. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, uh, Caleb, Molly, and Jester, actually, as you guys are walking back, you notice that there are now Clusters of about three or four townsguard at different places that are in the process of just asking questions to people, going from place to place and inquiring. I am going to turn around and head toward. I'm going to immediately turn around and head towards the the uh, um, uh, the other bar. The the uh, evening net. Yeah, the evening net. Jester is not with us. Right, Jester's Jester. not with you. Right. So yeah. Uh, so and I'm going to let you know. Tell them I'm hiding at the bar, and I'll meet them there when it's time. <clears throat> yeah. All right. 
Uh, you, so we see guards asking around. Yeah, and, like like talking to people, asking questions, and just kind of. Uh, okay, uh, I'm just going to pull my cloak up and put the hood up. Okay, that's all. You guys make your way back to the leaky tap. Uh, there, Horace is what little that Horace had on him, a little bit of change and, and materials to leave, is ready to go. Uh, Bo and Jester are propped and ready as well, I assume. What do you guys do? Should we go on our mission or should we get rid of Horace? Well, we're dropping him off well, at the. Horace is part of the mission. Yeah, he's dropping him off at the yeah. evening nip. We should go. Let's uh, yeah. make hay off. while the sun shines. Drop off Horace and then go. Do we know where we're going for this mission? Mile out of town. The Seems evening, like we're going to be. The evening nip, and then they're going to escort us out. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll be blinded. Oh my god. Uh, Bo, Caleb gave you, got these for oh, you. Oh, perfect. So. Yes. Thank you. They were not. Uh, Thank you. Twenty, but the. Uh, yes, they were so heavy, and I am so weak that I gave them to Yasha to carry. Here's one. your change. Thank you. Why are you acting so weird about this? I'm just weird in general. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the change. Thank you, Yasha. I, one of them's missing, but it just—I think it, it was fell out of the. There was nothing suspicious about it. I think it fell out of the bag. We should go. Okay. <laughs> Horace, um, we're gonna try and get you out of here. Miss, thank you, thank you. Uh, whatever you need, but. What? Uh, this is a Liam thing, not a Caleb. Yeah. I'm just gonna say, uh, right now, where we are, uh, Frumpkin, I'm telling him to follow us all about 55 to 60 feet-ish back behind okay. us. Easy enough. Yep. All right, as you guys make your way towards the evening nip, Horace is looking a bit nervous, but does look around and is like seems genuinely very thankful. He's like, seriously, this, this means a lot. It's both me and Dolan, I, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And then I put a bag over his head and I say, sorry, sorry. I think that can probably wait till we are at the evening nip. Well, you can't see where we're going, right? Yeah, sure you can. We just don't want Crown start thinking we're walking around a hooded person. Well, I figure we're right around there's just, yeah. Yeah, all right, probably all right, all right. We get, we'll say for the purposes of this, you're pretty close to the evening nip when you do this. Okay. All right. We made it. Thousand times. Okay, okay, now over his head, now over his head. 6 a.m. We got a guy with a bag on his head. Nah, it's cool. He's going through like He's a, had too much to drink. He's <laughs> going through a Jake Gyllenhaal phase. His eyes are dilated. Happy Halloween. Yeah. All right, you guys enter the evening nip. Clive is there at the end. Hey, you're a friend with a bag. We made arrangements with the uh, <coughs> gentleman downstairs. Right. <clears throat> Leads you to the back, opens the, uh, shoves things off of the latch, pulls up the trap door down the stairs, and you eventually make your way back into the tavern below, where Molly Mock is waiting nervously, drinking. Um, I don't like the proximity here. Frumpkin's gone, mm -hmm. out there, and then once we're in the speakeasy, sorry, just ate a cracker. Once again? Frumpkin's under a table. Okay, gotcha. All right, as you guys head back down, uh, Horse like, um, I, I trust you guys, I trust you. Um, you make your way down, the um, the room is not as busy as it was last you left. There's maybe like six individuals in there, most of them are the individuals who were previously posted with rifles, or new individuals also posted with rifles up at the top. Um, there is the gentleman 
finishing a meal at the table uh, with uh, Sora, his bodyguard at the side. Ah! <laughs> I see you've made it. <clears throat> Sets the things down, pushes the plate to the side. So I take it this is your, uh, your contraband? Yes. Very well. And uh, you would wish the smuggling to head where? Our cleanest, to be fair, our, our, our cleanest means of smuggling out would be actually through the river after you pass through, as that leads us to the northern swamps of Berylben. And that would be probably one of the safest spaces, still easily uh, able to keep him out of sight into a safe space out of the Crown's Guard's watch. Outstanding. We um, defer to your expertise. Great. Then we'll wait an hour after your passage forward and send your contraband on his way to safety with uh, two individuals to escort him and lead him to civilization beyond the outskirts. Sound fair? Yes. Yep. Sounds fair. Very well. Take care of him, please. Um, they pull the, uh, the shoulders of Horus back, and Horus is like, oh, all right. Be safe. It's all right. Go with them. You'll be fine. Ah, and uh, you know what, Kara and uh, <clears throat> we'll say Dweez, you go ahead and lead them down to the. Dweez. Uh, <laughs> lead them blindfolded, of course, through the underworks to the docks and send them up the way to their agreed upon task. And you see, Kara. Come back through one of the doors on the steps, and behind you see that creepy gnome from earlier. Some behind you, great name. All right. Um, well, uh, and she pulls a few pieces of cloth. It looks like they're used to moving individuals through, and they have already prepared blindfolds in place. Passes them out to you and instructs you all to uh, to put on a blindfold and take a hand. Um, as soon as the blindfold is on, I'm going to pass my sight and hearing over to Frumpkin. Nice. Right. Yeah, nice. That's a good call. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll hold on to Caleb to make sure he can still walk. Okay. Um, so. Well, uh, they said all hold hands. Okay. Yep. Who's at the very, who's at the very front and who's at the very back of this chain? I'll stay at the front. Sorry. Sorry. Doing the best I can. Wow. Sorry. Sorry. Or at the front? Sorry, I had to get an opportunity in. Sorry. Wouldn't mind having some muscle back. up front. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll go behind Grab. I'll go behind Yarko. Okay. Who's after uh, Molly Mock? Jester. Going. Jester. All right. Who's after Jester? I'm with uh, Caleb in the back. Okay. Not. I'll hold on to Caleb as well. Yeah, that's a good order. So there, and we have Frumpkin trying behind. All yeah. right. So forward to the very front, Kara takes your hand and begins pulling, and in the very, very back, Caleb, this tiny gnome hand grabs your hand and she goes, hey, hey, hold on. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they loop you through the room a few times, kind of to discombobulate you in direction in the chamber and pull you through in different ways to just kind of prevent you from orienting where you were and where you're going. Eventually, you're led through a doorway, you hear some things shift, and then turned around a bit, and then led down a ladder. The ladder goes down for about 20 or so feet before your feet touch what seems to be some sort of 
soft dirt, packed dirt type feeling. The sound of the music and the chatter vanishes up ahead, and you hear, as soon as you all head down the ladder, a latch close and lock above you. How did my cat do? Your cat managed to actually make a stealth check. Pumpkin. Oh, shit. What? Total shit. Five. Five? Yes. Uh, as Frumpkin's trying to trail behind, Dweeze turns and goes, eh, no, no, <laughs> and puts a hand out and kind of grabs Frumpkin by the scruff and holds Frumpkin up and then throws Frumpkin back into the bar. Okay, uh, if I saw that, I would, sn- I would snap my fingers and make Frumpkin poof out. Okay. And I'm going to bite my time and bring Frumpkin back. Okay. Dweez is clutching uh, the back of your hand. It's probably goes, huh? It's just a nervous tick. I'm a nervous fellow. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so you head back down. You are led down a tunnel. It weaves a bit. Turn to the right, down another tunnel for 100, 200, 300 feet. Frumpkin back in. Right, and you can see this a bit. These are tight, individual tunnels. Uh, it feels it feels almost like a mine in the fact that it has occasionally a wood structure for just support between it. Um, and a lot of it's packed earth, it's just been carved out. Um, eventually it'll split off into two and you'll see what looks to be a small resting chamber with another set of tables and a bunk. You go past another area and you see what looks, and there's occasional torchlight just kind of set up on parts of the wall. You can see a couple of the shifty individuals that are in the process of stacking Crates somewhere. There's other people down here doing yes. shit as we walk by. Yeah, there's and they'll they walk by you and occasionally like look and one of them will stop and like inspect and they'll move on. No one seems to fuck with you at the minute because you're being care. In fact, one of them seems to get kind of close to you and looks and sees Dweez and goes and just moves on. Um, you do hear a noise, a strange like <laughs> and you hear. Whoosh, <laughs> Kind of echoing down the hall, you move around one spot, and there's one archway that Frumpkin passes by, looking down, and you can see there's a pit, and there are a number of cages set up in there, about four of them, that have different creatures inside. It's too low lit for Frumpkin to really see from this distance what's in there, but one of them is currently having a bit of a conniption fit, and you see three uh, cloaked figures that are on the outside, kind of like. One of them is trying to whip elements of it that are coming out. The other one is just kind of—they're they're trying to kind of prod it in the sides, and it's getting agitated. Jester has a question. She would like to know what it smells like in here. Um, at this point, it smells like like wet dirt and earth. Um, that's about it. It it it, it smells like, like a dank subterranean tunnel. Um, as you pass by the creature smell, you can smell uh, hints of of dung, fresh and old. Um, and some sort of a, a pheromone, like a very strong pheromone that's very uh, un, unpleasant to the scent. Um, continuing on, you move through another tunnel, another figure kind of walks by and stops as you pass and just watches you as you continue down another set of stairs, and then eventually the, the sound, begin, the echo begins to get a little louder. Your feet hit wood. From Frumpkin can see this as you pass in, you've hit a dock. And this is now a natural cavern. The moisture catches you first. What was initially kind of uh, somewhat cavernous damp has now become very moist, and you can hear 
the slight sound of a river moving through. And Frumpkin can see this too. There is an entire underground river that is now curving past this entranceway and leading in two different directions. Along this river, you can see there are a few lanterns that are set up with this kind of soft greenish glow that is they're just perpetually burning in certain areas that are bolted into the rock and stone. There on the side of this dock, you can see four different boats that are currently uh, roped and, and tied to the edge there. Um, and there is a figure sitting on a stool who's just kind of taking a dagger and uh, moving it on the edge of one of the, uh, the wooden poles that is on the, uh, the very outside end of the dock. At this point, all of your blindfolds are removed, and you've come to the end of this part of the journey. Carlos, sorry about that, but you're very respectful. Thank you. Uh, she collects the blindfolds, and Dewey's still kind of clutching your hand and lets go and goes, Take that little. goes, All right. Um, two of these ships you use, yours to use. You're heading up that path there, uh, about a mile or so. Uh, it's uh, it's with the river, thankfully, so the stream will be carrying you through. Um, so the paddles to each of you. Whoever wants to helm that, that's up to you. Uh, pay attention from what I've been told. You'll see the change in the texture of the wall on the left-hand side traveling northward. Um, look for the small collapse on that end. Collapse in the wall. Correct. On the north side. Be spry. Sometimes some creatures do find their way living down here, so be ready to move past quickly or find a way to duck them if you can. We can or, take it from here. All right. Good luck. Thank you. You'll be able to find your way back, right? <laughs> We'll be fine. I'm not going to joke. Yeah, the guy, was, the guy at the edge, edge of the docks sits up and kind of goes, the back two for these folks, let them go. Gentlemen's orders. Doesn't say anything, just sits up. Kind of, You see that the hood that's up, he kind of pulls it back a bit, and you can see there is this older, grizzled human with like uh, very, very short gray hair, scar, deep scar across the back of his head that kind of curves off to the top of where his receding hairline is that's just uh, been very deep set where this, the skin dimples heavily along the edge of the scar. Uh, he's got this, this very kind of uh, scruffy looking gray and white beard. Uh, his head's a bit sunk into his shoulders and he kind of walks over to the edge and unties each of the boats and hands the rope to one of you. The first one goes to Ford and the other one just goes to Bo. Goes back to his station and sits down, sticks his blade into the side of the wood and just keeps like wedging it in there. And you get a better look at there and you can see this wood is just splintered to shit on the top. This guy has been over time just slowly pushing away at this wood for whatever amusement he needs to pass the time down here when he's stationed. These boats look like they'll fit three to four each? These boats look like they'll fit about four people each. Okay. All right, two boats. Gestures in mind. Yasha, you should go in the second boat. We're going to need muscle in case we need to move fast. Okay. I get in with not. And the Yasha boat. All right. Who's piloting our boat? Yasha's one, and, and then Jester's the She's other. piloting? Do you know how to drive a boat? Well, we'll find out. Yes, yeah. yeah. oh, so we have. Needlessly <laughs> scaring me for no reason. So we have four Jester, Molly, and Bo in one boat, and mm -hmm. Yasha and Caleb and not in the other. Is that how it is? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I send away from him. Okay. I'm going to place on my ring of water walking that I stole from Jester. 
<laughs> this is about with like two oars. Two oars on each side, yeah. All right. You guys all get in. It rocks a bit as you all adjust your weight and find a place where the boat itself isn't listing too far to one side or the other. The the river current is pulling it along, so as soon as you step off the last you know person holding the rope, they immediately start following the current of the river, which is not rapid, but it is moving at a fair speed. Um, you all gather yourselves in and follow it down, and as you progress, you notice those green lanterns that are lit only seem to cover the vicinity of that dock until eventually you're going into a pitch black cavern. On our own? Hmm? Yeah, we're all on our own. You're now. on our own, yeah. Pitch hey, black. Yeah. You want to do your. Uh... <laughs> I bring like, up, put on the goggles. All right. Two of the globules hover around the front of each boat. Or one at the front and one on the back of each boat. Cool. All right. So as the, as the, the, the orbs so romantic, float guys. along. She's got a giant sword, but who cares? You've got to ask her. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Hey, Bo. Uh, I pull out one of the holy water flasks. Think you know what to do with this? I think I do. Just in case. Put it away. Who do you think the other one should go to? Uh, anyone who uh, can beat face but doesn't have magic. Yasha, maybe? Mm. Not? Maybe not. Might be safer. What do I do with it? You're not in a boat with us. What do I do with it? <laughs> you dip your ammunition in it. Oh, this one, no, you throw yeah. it. This is a, no, this is a throw. throw. This is, oh, it's a throwing this one. Is a, this isn't an oil, it's a water. Oh, never mind. You know how to throw stuff? No, I've never thrown anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a. If there was a basket for trash and he As threw. As he's talking, I throw a, 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 a piece of uh, a gold coin at his head. Okay, roll a d20, oh, add your oh. dexterity modifier. Oh, well, wow, that's, that's, a, that's that a d20. Exciting. I mean, that's a natural 20. Oh! Does that count? That doesn't count. Know. That's, sure that's, that's, that's cocked. You, that want, counts me, you want me to redo? No! Can redo. You it. It sure. Can you redo. It? Think about 826. Okay. Way, way less. <laughs> way less. Uh, dexterity, what? Yeah, your dexterity modifier. Jumping up on the Ten. ledge all the time. Ten. <laughs> and she goes right past it, and you hear it. Into the water below. I'll take that. So when we get into the boat together, I'm going to give you the other holy water flask. How big is the chamber that Something we are traveling in? The chamber, it, it seems to, sh to shift at times. Sometimes it, it squeezes in where it's just the river and the edges of the tunnel at about about 15 feet from side to side. Jesus. With my dark vision, how high is the ceiling in here? The ceiling is roughly 15 feet as well. Yeah. It's a, it's a uh, 15 to 10 feet. Sometimes it coasts down and comes a bit lower. And it, it, it is a natural river. Um, I so grab it can the change. edge of the boat and I say, Oscar! <laughs> is there no echo? Oscar! Oscar! That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys head deeper into the subterranean tunnels towards your destination. Weapons at your side, prepared for whatever comes in the near future. Damn, no, 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 We're gonna go ahead and end the game. We don't have we don't have Laura here. Oh, We've had two episodes in a row that went like four plus hours. Oh, oh, you 
back. My back's hurting a little. Those Four more that, hours, mimosas. If they're <laughs> right now, they'll Charlie be grateful the to hear that. Holy Come water. on. And you have a holy water now. Oh, it's like playing a video game for 30 minutes. It's so unsatisfying. Been yeah. three hours. I know it's coming. I know. I know stuff is coming. So yeah. yeah. Before we get too deep into this, we'll go ahead and pick up next week when Laura can join us. Okay. Um, feel better, Laura. Please feel better. Uh, but yes, we'll pick up from there. Uh, once again, guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, check out the awesomeness of 826 LA oh, and the stuff yeah. we're doing with them. Yeah. Um, check out Pillars of Eternity 2 and the really cool stuff that we're doing with them. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back into this next week. Until then, guys, have a wonderful week. We love you. And is it Thursday yet? No! Good night. Not even. <laughs>
Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a DD play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a DD 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. <laughs>